1: this podcast is sponsored by better help therapy online a therapist can help you become a better problem solver get unstuck with better help for 10 percent off your first month go to betterhelp.com core gaming start living a better life today
2: obviously as a nominee you should be very happy and very proud but trust me you do want to win because it's a great feeling
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to Core. This is Core for Friday, December 9th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And we're recording on Friday because yesterday was the Game Awards, and we wanted to watch that, which we did. And we recorded it. So you probably already heard it if you wanted to listen to that. And if you didn't, that's okay too. We just put it up on the feed for free. Uh, But we're going to break down some of what we saw yesterday and all that. Before we get to it, though, I got a little something I need to bring up. All right. I broke my Steam Deck. Everybody, you
2: broke your deck. I broke my deck too much, and it broke.
1: Yep, I'm gonna put a picture up chat room. You can see this. Uh, This is the right Joy Con, or no, that's a Nintendo term. Sorry, it's the right joystick, the analog joystick. And uh, I think what happened, I've done a little bit of sleuthing around the house to figure this out, but I think what happened is it slipped off a table, caught itself on a metal bar that was part of a chair, caught on that thing, and then the weight of the Steam Deck pulled so hard that it yanked that that thing up and out and it's actually unseated now and solid where it is, where you see that image. Uh, people at home, it's hard to describe without seeing it, but it's it's not moving. The only way for me to do anything was either force it and probably break it for real or open it up and reseat it myself. Instead, I thought, well, let's test this. Let me message Valve and see what they say. What is their process for stuff like this when it's you know obviously not a warranty issue? And um, they're very cool about it i have a theory about that in a second but they said yeah that's uh that looks like a problem uh we definitely want to see if we can take care of that for you so please here's a prepaid uh shipping thing uh stick it in the mail have it to us in a couple of days we'll take a look at it if we can fix it we will and we'll ship you the exact same unit back if we can't uh or it doesn't work the same after we've fiddled with it or whatever we'll give you a new unit straight across the board no questions asked you'll be all set and I went, wow, that's some good customer service from Valve. I didn't expect this. I have a theory as to why. Okay, it's not because Scott has got some weird level of influence. I don't even think it's true. What's
2: your clout score, Scott? Tell I don't think that's clout. it.
1: I don't think it's any of that. I think it's that they looked at my Twitch or my uh, my Steam account, which they can do, and see as a because you have to sign in to do all this process. They can tell how many games I own. And they can see that there are over 2,000 games in my library. And I think they don't want to – nobody wants to kill the whales, right? Especially in like – Dr. Dr. Whale. Dr. Whale, exactly. PhD Whale. Listen to the pre-show for more information about PhDs. (laughs) Um, But anyway, like they – I think that's – I think they – you know, if this was me sending it in and I owned like, you know, Portal 1, you know, I don't know, some other dumb thing – that maybe if it
2: was Peggle Nights, 137 <laughs> hours, and that was your one game, right?
1: I don't think they would have done it if that had been no, the case.
2: Maybe they would. I want to believe that they would have supplied that same level of customer service, but yeah, you know, if it makes you feel better about your gigantic Steam library, to believe that it's getting you better customer service, then yes,
1: yeah, I'll take whatever I believe can get. Believe it. Believe it. It does feel. It feels like they. uh It what it actually feels like. If I'm honest, it feels like they. They really want to do this part right. I think that they know that Steam has or Steam Valve has a reputation of having some weird hardware in the past, and it hasn't always been great. Not that the customer service has been bad, but, you know, the Steam box stuff and the freaking controller they had and all that, it's all just a little iffy. Steam Deck's like a legit piece of hardware and a very popular one at that, and they're doing really well with it, and I think they just are interested in going all the way. Like, they just really want it to guess be...
3: I actually kind of think, like, how many people are trying to defraud them, right? If you think about the scale of the business. Right. Oh, I broke my Steam deck. Yeah. Did you send a picture or anything? Any I proof? Did.
1: Yeah, I sent them pictures uh, of it. Two, uh, two angles on it. So, the one I showed you guys here, plus another one that was a little bit more underneath. Show them how, how high up it was and...
3: and so. Yeah, because yeah, I recently had a return issue as well. It's not video game related. It's a present. It's super nerdy, but I don't want to say it in case my brother hears this. Oh, jeez! But I got him a gift on Amazon, and it was in the $270 range, and I put the wrong address in. Yeah. I'm and when we knocked on the address, the person there was like, nope, we don't have it. I was like, did oh. I just lose 270 bucks?" So I go on Amazon customer service, and I'm like, I was honest. I messed up the address. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had an old address in there yeah, and put it the wrong place. Uh, what should I do? <laughs> I just, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I feel like I shouldn't have said anything. I guess I legitimately lost it, but I'm out 270 and they're like, how do you want the refund? Like that was it just yeah. r- right off the bat. I am not yeah. an Amazon whale. I have like three purchases in the past five years on there. Sure. Um, and I was, I was like, wow. They can afford it. Like, but yeah, but like I didn't send any photo evidence. There wasn't anything and it was my fault and, <laughs> and they still could just it. afford it. And I, yeah, I'm just Amazon like, holy will, shit.
2: Amazon will like, do some wow. weird stuff like that. My dad bought a, a grill or at least maybe the stand. No, I think it was an entire grill and it came with a stand Uh, for it and all of that and when they got it and they received it they were having it built and constructed and all of that one of the welds on the door for where you put the propane tank Mm. um, was broken it was a bad weld yeah and nothing they can really do about it that's just how it is and so they they contacted amazon and they said hey we need to get this taken care of and they said well can you ship it back to us and they said, "No, this thing weighs a ton. Like we had to have it shipped very specially. We can't just package this back up to you. Like we need to have someone out here to fix it because we can't just send this back." And they said, "Oh, we'll just send you a second grill." Oh, and they well. said, "Well, what do we want? What do you want us to do with this first grill?" And they said, "I don't know. Figure it out." <laughs> so they they wound up it's selling tricky. it. They <laughs> wound up selling it to a friend, and uh, you know, like that's just the way it, it goes sometimes. I, I've I've had bad Amazon experiences, weirdly enough, during COVID. Like, yeah. that was the time where they were like, I was like, hey, you guys delivered something and it was smashed when I opened the box. And they're like, we'll bring it to a store to send it back. And I was like, we aren't going out anywhere right now. Yeah. And they're like, then you're not getting money.
0: Yeah,
1: was a, like, there was a period you
2: guys got to figure it out during this this time. This is a bad time for you to all of a sudden get real bad with customer service. Yeah. But.
1: I don't think they knew what they were doing quite yet during that, but. But you're right, Amazon does this really well. And it feels like, I guess my feeling coming away from Valve is they're trying a similar tact of trust the customer. We know we make a good piece of hardware. They're not sending me a brand new one cross-shipped, just sight unseen. You know, we're going through a process here. I got to send the other one in there. But it's all a process I'm happy to go through. And they were really cool about it. So whether my 2000 plus game thing is is real or not. Because they can also tell that, 800 of those games I spent less than an hour in, you know, yeah. and some of mine played at all. So it's like, so I, my, my theory is probably not correct, but anyway, uh, it, I am a little sad, be,
3: it may be, but you know, it may just be that Gabe's nice like that.
1: Yeah. I think, I think there's a culture of it that they, I just feel, it just feels like they have a system. They were immediate with the responses, like really quick, really detailed, exactly what I needed to do. Like they've got systems in place. They're not half assing it. I think that's a good sign, as best I can tell from my perspective. Obviously, it's limited. If somebody knows someone at Valve and says it's a nightmare, fine, let me know. But it seems like it's been seems like it's going really great for them in that regard. Um, I will say one other thing, and that is, do you either of you know anyone who won a Steam Deck yesterday during the every minute we're giving away a Steam Deck thing? Uh, m-
3: my friend Milf Hunter won one. I saw. On the- I'm sorry. Who is Milf? Milf, hunt, milf hunter person
2: who okay. hunts milfs is that,
3: it's a half you know what a milf is right? oh yeah
1: yeah yeah
3: all right and you know what a hunter is right
1: <laughs> well someone who hunts things yeah so is it me doesn't hunter hunter doesn't mean something else right it just means it, like
3: it may or may not have been a popular website in the early stages of the internet i don't know if it's still around i haven't been there in over a decade but i, I may have just checked it for research purposes during my university years one time,
1: so it's just mothers I'd like to uh, find
3: or yes yeah st- yeah. Uh, um, yeah
2: that's the hunter so it's like a t
3: m machine it, machine is already in the word, so mothers I'd like to find hunter is kind of redundant, but it's just you know okay, it's a service that helps you search for mothers okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, they won. And I was just joking. That person's not my friend, but it was pretty funny to see that come up on the, while you're watching the steam, (laughs) Steam because it's any old username. And for a little while I was distracted because I'm like, "Uh, how inappropriate are the usernames going to get? And then it borked and it was people's like serial numbers instead of their usernames.
1: Yeah, That was weird. And I'm
3: like, and they, they tweeted out those serial numbers were not bot accounts. Everyone. It was, there was just an error. The data with error. how the names were displaying, and I'm like, Yeah, I bet they had a few inappropriate names pop up and they switched it to serial numbers. I've yeah. have you seen? I I read a review by Yeast Infection the other day, yeah. <laughs> like you know, like Steam names are glorious, uh, and maybe not for your mainstream uh VOD uh video on demand. I guess
1: but, so, but you didn't win one, you I tried. I know, no, but, I didn't. That's no. what
3: you originally asked. Sorry,
1: yeah. no, it's a bummer because I thought you were. I don't know. why I thought your chances were good. Every minute seemed pretty good, but then I realized there was like 500,000 people watching. So your odds were never good.
3: <laughs> yeah. The, the, well, it went down a couple times and yes, they kept telling people to register for them on the show. I was like, Shh. yeah, if you didn't find out in advance, they don't get to register during the show. What's that? <laughs> yeah. That was a little <laughs> weird, a little bit weird. I would love to hear how many
1: they gave away and what it represented. And if it really did get affected by, uh, that very long speech by, um, uh, uh christopher judge and uh, whether that made it did they have to give away an additional 20 or so because that was about a 20 minute speech uh 20 or so extra steam text that they weren't planning on i would love to know that
3: there's probably no way to know but i'd love to hear it he's done done the award shows i just i don't know who does an award show doesn't expect it to go over they literally all go over well i
1: think i think this one I think they knew it was going to go over, but I don't think they knew he was going to do 20 minutes. I don't think they knew that.
3: No, no, no. But like something inevitably happens, whether it's just the trains don't run on time or yet an actor decides he's going to plant himself and talk for a good 20 minutes. Yeah, it was something.
1: Well, we'll get to all that because we're going to talk about the Game Awards. We're going to do it. In core style. Uh, So I would recommend, by the way, and a lot of you are like probably just going to skip over it. It's okay if you do. But our audio commentary yesterday, I went back and listened to a bunch of it today. It's freaking funny. We are funny people. It's a funny good time. Now, I know people don't usually think that you should point out your own jokes, all right? But I thought we were funny. And I had a lot of fun listening to it. I
3: said it last night. We are the funniest people in gaming. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I've scoped stuff out. And I'm like, it's okay. And then I'll listen to my show. I'll be like, "Damn, we're funny. We're pretty funny. Hilarious. We can be. We're pretty funny in the space. <laughs> I'm not going to say we, we're going to, uh, you know, outdo Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast or anything like that. But in the gaming space, yeah, we're doing all right. We 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 yeah, know I our subject.
2: Leave us, honestly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See that right there. Is why we're funny. Half the stuff's John being uh self deprecating on the show. And I'm telling you, you should go listen to it if you didn't. And just deprecating. Don't And forget. just deprecating.
3: <laughs> Bo, self and regular <laughs> regular <That's right>. deprecating. <laughs> also, yesterday they came up with a new
1: they came up with a, ni- a name in the chat for when Bo has to leave and do his business and they called it a lake run.
3: Yeah, a lake run. Yeah. yeah, you know. I like that. It's, I think it's everyone's not a dream, but you know, you're like it wouldn't hurt to go viral, right? As a content creator, sure. you know, it's like, I'm like, something's got to like shoot me to the stratosphere. I'm a little worried. It's going to be, I'm the shitting in lakes guy. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> <That's what you're laughs> it's starting to take on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. I got lots of Twitter comments. You're already <laughs> I'm shitting yeah. in lakes.
1: It's already, it's already a meme in the community. I'm
3: going to be walking yeah. down the road and be like, Hey, you shitting in a lake lately? Like from someone it's, you know,
1: yeah, it, it might be coming. You'll be like that. What was that Simpsons episode where he, the catchphrase was, um, ah, shoot.
2: Well, it's fresh in my mind because I was, I'm watching it for the first time, but uh, I both said that. And I immediately thought of ham girl from community. Oh, oh. ham, Girl's another, ham, uh, girl. ham girl, that's um, you. Or the Seinfeld one where they're going, away. hello.
1: And by the end of the episode, they can't stand it anymore and they have to stop doing it. So maybe people get secure lake poo, but
3: I think right now we should ride that wave. I don't think so. Well, you never
2: know. You're going to be in a movie with Spielberg where you poop in a lake. (laughs) It's going to be great. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) There once was a man.
1: Beware the Fablemans or something. (laughs) No. All right. Well, on that note, let's get into what happened yesterday. (laughs) If so you watched us do it live, you've heard a lot of you know what we heard about and saw, and a lot of you probably already saw this sort of stuff. But we kind of wanted to get into what we, I don't know, came away from. I don't, we're not going to spend a ton of time, I hope, talking about that twerp at the end, um, interrupting everything. I thought that was annoying as hell. We know a bunch more about him today. I guess Schreier got an interview with him today on video.
3: Yeah, people are, so people are. Suspe- Jason Schreier suspects he is Jewish, but that doesn't mean anything. No. I watched his inter- Info Wars interview. Yeah. He's a kid. He's 15. Like they're like he was on InfoWars. He was like 12. Like yeah. and this is a productive young man. I checked out his Twitter account. He posted 152 minute episodes about freeing Hong Kong and showing vicious attacks against Asian Americans. Yeah. Like I looked at a lot of his other stuff and I'm like Yeah, anti-Hong Kong, uh, you know, like when that that whole issue was going on with the Hearthstone Pro and you know the takeover. He was all in on that. and To me, he seemed like he's on the right side of things. I think Infowars just get a kid will say yes to anything, right? Like, you want to be on Infowars? Like, yeah, TV? I'm trying to get viral, baby. You know, I don't. I would. That's all that weird kid wants. You kind of shitting on a kid, you know? Because it's not like he's. He's a kid. He's and a maybe kid. He'll grow he's up fifteen.
1: To be a jackass, but, right? You know, he's a kid. <laughs> he's really hungry for that attention. Fine, whatever, do it. But I, uh, it annoyed me. Also, found out he's the kid who showed up at the 2019 BlizzCon Wow Q and A and interrupted the thing by yelling. It was supposed to be free Hong Kong, but he kept saying free Kong Gong or something like that. And it was all meme and weird, and they had to escort him out of that as well. So, anyway, he just kind of soured.
3: He's that guy. Remember we said there's always someone that ruins things, and he's like, he's going to make a career. I'm sure we'll be hearing more from this guy. And
1: And for those people who say, oh, here we are, giving him more attention and all the stuff he craves, It's it's newsworthy. When people do shit like this and it comes up, it's... It's newsworthy. Sorry, whether you like it or not. A, I All think there's
2: is. an element of both, but I will say I just find it ironic that the comment that preceded this tangent was, we're not going to talk <laughs> yeah, about him. I was, so here's, I was hoping Here's to... your five to ten minutes, but uh, we're not going to talk Sorry, about him. I'm, I'm I, fascinated by, you know. I, but fascinated fascinated I think what it. Bo yeah. did is what a lot of people do, and I think that's why information is important because it's easy to go, well, don't give trolls their limelight, but um, at the same time it just causes people just immediately start getting buzzy about it and if there isn't genuine information out there to go off of then it just we just let it turn all, into myth and I, wildfire I and all all, raiment,
3: all i want, so. all i really want to say about it is he's just a kid like it's not a i know i probably spent more time than i needed to to say all that stuff
1: well there was a guy somebody just a kid. <laughs> somebody at a reputable source even said that he was the son of the sweary guy from uh the guy that gave the award for Elden Ring, the, the previous winner, the two of us guy. What's the name of the game last year that won? I forgot the it name. Joseph. Of it. Or I know what you're talking about. It takes two. It takes two. That guy.
3: The, like he Joseph was
1: his something. dad. And they ran with it. They said, yep, he's his son. He, he encouraged him to do it. And it turned out to be completely bullshit. It
3: was not his son. Yeah, everyone's racing for the scoop on the meme, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, weird. I
1: know, was happy it, with the it, meme it. of the kid who. Who? Or no, sorry, the guy on the flute that was going ham on the flute. That was amazing. That should have yeah, been the I meme. put, a,
2: I put yeah. a video in our Discord link if you want to play it. He, he posted a thank you after, after that. Oh, he did?
1: Um, yeah, let's play yeah. this. Why not? Hold on. I'll pull this up.
2: Uh, the flute guy.
1: Yeah, the flute guy. He was great.
2: Hi, this is Pedro Eustache. You guys know me as Flute Guy. And I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for your absolutely amazing response all over social media after
1: the Game Awards of last night. God bless you. <laughs> this guy rules, man. I love yep. him. He's great.
3: Yep. Wholesome, good. Nothing deal. nothing, nothing uh, wrong with that. And I, I have a little, I have a gift today in tribute. Oh, look at him. you.
1: Let's see. Oh, look at this. Jeez. Yep. There he is rocking it. Yeah. yeah.
3: Look at that chat that's see that? he looks how i feel when they announce games i want to play yeah he was yeah. he was excited
1: apparently he's legit like uh people
3: but do want you him. think the rest of the orchestra is like this asshole like hamming it and stealing, like upstaging everyone else
2: <laughs> like, hey, look, know, they're, in the, they're in the break room doing it except uh, their in, own
3: doom and gloom they're,
2: personalities they're uh, in the
3: break room and they're like that asshole man you, you don't think violinists are important musicians too why is the <laughs> flautist get to be all See, this goes to that
1: question earlier in the chat about our pre-show, about what do we value in this world, and now we're all wanting the spotlight again, or these people are. I don't know. I thought he was delightful. I thought most of the show was actually. There's an
3: argument to be made that it's a group project. Yeah. Why does one schmuck have to stand out over
2: the rest? But
3: as viewers, we're like.
2: on the call in VR and has stickers all over his camera. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to stand out,
3: and people like it. And I like the flute guy, so don't be mad at me. There's Uh, people who like me.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's true. (laughs) You're very likable. That's why I like you. You're extremely likable.
3: Um, I feel like we're all liked, but definitely I've had my share of comments where, like, I love John Bo, he's so annoying. Like, I. Scott shares those messages with me sometimes. Oh yeah, uh, no, so I don't. We all people, yeah. people all have their favorites on the show. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it, it I, got, like I got
2: one this weekend when Scott shared one, and it was like normally I find John insufferable, but he actually did something I liked. Recently. Right. Yeah, and he like, really liked your well, solo. Well, what episode. a nice compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so, he liked I had your... to work extra hard to get that compliment because I had to climb back up to neutral to start. So that's he, pretty. He good. liked
1: your solo show a whole lot. That guy. A lot of people did. I thought that was good. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Let's get to the actual meat of the damn thing. So there was a whole bunch of stuff. We decided to break this down into some some categories. I just wanted to say overall, though, I felt like I liked this year, until that Torp showed up, I liked this year better than last year. Um, and it wasn't just the games. The games, that felt kind of equal. It just felt a little bit, out- outside of the Christopher Judge eternal um, acceptance speech, I thought it felt better paced even though it was still long um i thought the way they handled the awards was less weird they're still kind of bad categories and we can talk about that too but um i just overall i had a better time maybe i was just in a good mood last night i don't know
2: i thought the show was actually good and like when you when you told us like you know for what i liked i liked the show And when you said, hey, we're going to do commentary over it, I was like, oh, boy, that's (laughs) fun. I'm going to have fun with you guys. But that also means I have to watch the video game awards and I can't just skim the trailers after the fact. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I didn't I didn't hate the award show itself. Like I thought it was actually really solid. I thought the announcements were really good and like top notch. It certainly wasn't the PC gaming show uh, announcements where it's just like. Here's our here's our bad DLC for a game you've never heard of. Um, we're gonna give them thirty minutes to talk about it. Yeah. Like I really was excited for it. It felt like a little E3, and I think that's probably what Jeff Keeley wants it to be. Um, he's probably disguised his own E3 in the form of an awards show, and that's what it that's what it sort of felt like. So sure. I had a good time with it across the board.
1: Yeah, I did too. Um, I, I felt um, I did, th- uh, yeah. So go ahead, Bo.
2: No, I was
3: gonna say the guests. I mean, I definitely like the guests better than say the Rock, the guest celebrities. Mm. You know, Al Pacino showing up <laughs> hey, was gamers. a highlight. Yeah, hey, I don't. I can't see the teleprompter. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. I didn't expect that. I don't that. know about them video games, but I, I didn't uh, expect it. But some of it,
1: some of it was a real get. Like I think getting the Last of Us cast in there with the actual game cast of Last of Us was really cool. I think that. um for whatever reason, the Al Pacino thing is an odd thing, but I kind of liked it because it was just so weird yeah. that he was involved I at all. Can't read the
3: teleprompter.
1: Yeah, he's like, like, I don't play.
3: I'm glad it was Idris Elba in Cyberpunk and Al Pacino. Although they could have like done things. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm. They could have I, put Al Pacino in there.
1: I have questions about how
3: I'm a little worried. And the Michael Madsen thing, like I realize there's a game promotion there, but that was also just. Deliciously <laughs> weird. Weird. Yeah. I've seen a i have you guys, you know, I was in a picture with Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they cut the kids who were like Hold Gen move on, Z. Crowd like, like who the, the hell what? is this guy? Like Are they all like Tarantino
1: movies though, I feel like. I feel like there's a Tarantino Gen Z, you know, appreciation. So they probably they're probably cool with Madsen, but it is weird that he's out there like I swear I'm relevant. I was in a picture with that guy, like a picture. I just like kid, that it started man. with I did
2: some wild things in my day and everyone immediately did not think he was talking about movies. No. Like, no. Like, I bet you did, man. I bet you did. No, <laughs> we just
3: do nothing but YouTube. Like YouTube's been around long enough for there to be like young men and women who are just like I don't I don't watch movies. I watch YouTube. I have no idea what's going on. I
1: think some of that's <laughs> swinging back, but I, but but the idea that Madsen would be the idea of saying I was in a picture with anybody, and ex-
2: <laughs> <laughs> who no picture.
1: one says that in my generation. Like that stuff went away
3: in the forties or some fifties. Like I was in it?
2: a yeah. mover with that one. <laughs>
3: And then, I don't know, I think he had two guys with him. I assume they were actors or game creators, but one of them was high. There was just a guy Off with a the the beard. Right. He was yeah. smiling. He was just going like. Yeah. <laughs> he was, it was I, so like, so I it. was like, what is that guy doing? He looked like the lead singer <laughs>
1: for uh, System of the Down. That's what he reminded me of. I expect him to start going, wake up, or something any minute. And he didn't
3: get <laughs>
1: It was uh, weird. But there was a lot of weird. I, I, I kind of like weird, though, so I'm not complaining about that. Um uh we we did some categories that kind of reflect some of that here, I think, so we'll talk about it uh in order uh we had best dressed as a category. I gave it to Ben Brode because that's that coat that weird plaid coat suit coat thing he wore was yeah he was cool. like
2: going he was like doing a two face there was like there's definitely a divide of styles. It was like, I can't decide which suit, so I'm gonna wear half of both of them,
1: yeah, and that. I don't know. That just struck me, and I like that guy. And I'm 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 happy they did well there and won the award for best mobile game, which is a a category that gets it's the only mobile talk the whole show. And I'm not saying that's a lot of people who don't like mobile games are probably happy about that, but it just feels a little afterthoughty. I mean,
2: Diablo but, Immortal got booed.
1: Yeah, I got booed, <laughs>
2: and it wasn't it wasn't a fan event. This isn't BlizzCon. Mm-mm. It still got booed.
1: There were Blizzard people there though, and I I bet they were cringing pretty hard um hearing that i know that i think some of the diablo team were there or the diablo immortal team were there uh to to potentially accept their award if they won but that uh, was a little rough uh john you put you put halsey i big, put halsey yeah yeah. Uh, yeah who sang
2: the diablo song
1: now you mean best dressed or best nearly dressed because that's a different category and she was like, she I, was you no know, i'm know, not saying it's bad liked, i'm
2: not making a judgment i liked the look Okay. I like to look. All right. you, you guys know me. You know which characters I pick in video games. Does it really surprise you that I liked Halsey's outfit the best of all of them? Not really. I uh, don't think it sounds right. Yeah. But also, I'm contractually obligated to also say Yoshi P. Oh, uh Yoshi yeah. P always a very well-dressed gentleman.
1: Were you um, sad that he Yoshi didn't come out and apologize for something and profusely like lay prostrate on the no, ground? And-
2: <laughs> no. Oh. I wasn't I was about to say he doesn't have anything to apologize for. That's probably not true. <laughs> but um <laughs> He uh no he he looked he looked great. We're talking about dressed. Yeah, he did uh, he look need good. need to always apologize.
1: He looked good and they showed a really killer trailer for Final Fantasy 16 and I'm all I think I'm all in on that game. Let's go. Let's get that out.
2: Uh, Bo put a purse. I want to know what Bo's best dress is because he's. Is it the Marvel purse, purse that Captain,
3: uh, Captain Marvel purse was awesome? I loved it. Oh yeah, With the, the one Marvel um, purse. The, the lady from somewhere. There was a there was a one of the ladies who was accepting the award. She came up and she had a. The chat room was going nuts because apparently it's a clutch. Or a bag and I called it the Captain Marvel purse, but I thought it was I wanted one. I was like, am still oh, trying to understand
1: would, why purse is a bad word now. I don't I have never heard that until it's
3: yesterday. like the difference between dress and skirt, right? There was a time before I had my first girlfriend where I was like, they're the same thing, no pant legs. <laughs> it's like, no, there's a <laughs> distinction. Skirt goes up to your waist, and dress goes over your shoulders. Like right. the one thing. So I imagine there are some rules to the clutch purse bag nomenclature, and I just don't know enough. All I, I know is I really liked the Captain Marvel.
1: It was nice. And also, Damn. if you call it a clutch, I assume this means, okay, a purse you put over your shoulder, a clutch you just gotta hang on to, like all the time, like right there with your hand, you know? You know what I'm saying? Is Are that you a sure clutch? sure you
3: want to do this? I don't want to do it. I don't. <laughs> now that you've asked you're right i don't i'm walking i thought place. i knew and i got told and Yeah, I got. we, a... we got told my, so. you know i have a, my
1: wife right upstairs like 20 feet from me in the in the, uh, if i went up <laughs> straight up from where i am right now she would know i don't know why i didn't ask her i should have Do
3: you have have you been how recently have you been accused of having selective hearing uh every day <laughs> of my life dude uh, okay let's not Let's <laughs> that's not that's that not you, add to it. it. That doesn't count as a qualification, unfortunately. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, that was pretty.
2: I cool. hunted it down. I found this. Uh, I found this object. This Captain Marvel object. Go. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's it is great. Yes,
1: Ca- the Captain amazing. Marvel object is great. Yeah. yeah, you won't get in trouble yeah. for that. That's. I'm not.
2: Good... I'm just gonna. I don't know what it is. Apparently, I would have called it a purse.
3: Yeah, I, I would have too. I, like, I did.
1: I no, I, and I feel stupid now.
2: Although uh, honorable, I think
3: both your picks are great. Thank you. I didn't understand Ben Brode's thing. He's usually in a flannel shirt, so he got a flannel suit. It didn't click with me while we were watching it that that was the joke. Of the I suit. think that's what it is. Oh, I, he's yeah. always got a flannel shirt on. Right. I met him in real life, and he had a flannel shirt. And the half, <laughs> the way the suit was,
1: half of it was flannel. The other half of the suit wasn't. The coll- one collar was flannel. Like it was obviously a. It looked nice. Like it was well made but like, it was he definitely would have had an to odd. have a
3: custom made, right? Like I don't think you can just get a flannel suit.
1: Probably, uh, yeah.
3: He probably. It would have been better if he got the standard red and wh- black deal. Yeah. It would have jumped out at me more. It was still a little tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> and not, you know, uh not uh, bushwhacker enough, I suppose, sure. but Yeah.
1: Well, he was his usual stoke self and congrats to that team for for winning. Uh, the, the the rule of the show seemed to be stuff that was newer won most of the awards with a couple of exceptions, which we'll get to. Uh, the Joseph Ferris guy, the Takes Two guy award for cursing and or disruption. I like this a lot. It's a great category. Um, I basically chose what John did. So, John, explain the one you liked because I agree with it.
2: My favorite, because I wasn't going to give any time to the guy we've given a lot of time to, uh, was uh, Aurora <laughs> when she was talking about her live concert, she was going to do after the show. Uh, and she started talking and she said, and I quote right next to Jeff Keighley, yeah, right? right like, Cause he's him. the one that's always getting upset about cursing on his program. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> she goes, sorry about my voice. It's so fucked up. I was singing karaoke last night.
1: Yeah. And she did it in her sweet little innocent freaking yeah. Northern, uh, <laughs> Uh, freaking Viking fairy kind of vibe that she has.
2: What I love about it is it's disruptive on two fronts. One, she cursed on the show in front of Jeff Keighley. Points for that. Two, she sounded sweet and innocent while while she did it. Three, they were there to promote a concert she was going to be doing after the show. And she publicly says, my voice is F. I'm done. And then the whole rest of the time
1: she's standing there, she's like pushing the mic under her chin like a kid. Just goofing off and like moving her legs in a weird way. And I just think she's freaking great. I like her a lot. She's the best. Yeah. She, was
2: the, she was the best. And I loved Jeff trying to cover. He's like, but surely your voice will be uh, all right by the end of the show. And yeah. she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff, it's going to be great.
1: Yes, Mr. Keeley. Um,
3: Bo, the
1: Ragnarok like the speech. speech. Yeah, what do you think? I like
3: the except it. it happened right at the start of the show. It clearly ticked Jeff Ke- Keeley off. <laughs> you mean the twenty-minute? You're talking best, about the
1: Christopher Judge twenty-minute acceptance speech, Chris, right? Yeah,
3: it's Christopher Judge. Sorry, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. Christopher Judge's acceptance speech. Yeah, it went on and on. We found out what happens at an award show when you don't have playoff music, and I like to think they were shuffling through their iPods or iPhones to try and find a suitable song. And the song made it sound epic. So I like to think the actor in him was like, "This is my crescendo of my speech." Not it wasn't get the hell off music. It was, and it's getting epic. Yeah. And finally, the best part: poor old Al Pacino and his arthritic legs, and Christopher (laughs) Judge just making him stand there, and the look on Pacino's face, like, "Can we get on with it?" Wow, you know, like.
1: Like, I'm, not, I'm not getting paid by the minute here, the face. Yeah, of you, man.
3: you know, the whole thing. And I think it was, I think he did it on purpose because he was slighted about not only having a plus one and being kind of a, I don't think it's a vain actor, but having an actor moment, we'll say. And being like, do you know who I am? I want my whole family to sit with me to enjoy my moment. And he clearly alluded to that in his speech. Yeah. And it, it, just that it happened so early, it just set the tone for things. I thought it was great.
1: I kind of agree. Um even it, though
3: in the moment I was like bored, I was like, come on. I'm like now that I look back, I'm like, it was actually pretty epic.
1: I just found a note about how long it was so we can just get this because it felt longer probably than it was. Let's see. It was I core saying
3: the YouTube video for it is nine minutes long. Which oh, is
2: long for an That's pretty long. long that's, dude. that's long if you a- <laughs> Tell somebody uh, to sit still for nine minutes. Well, if you think of a production,
3: you got two to three hours in an award show. If one of them takes ten minutes, you know what I mean. Like that's a whole. That's already a a sixth of that hour just for one person to talk.
1: They basically uh, gave away nine, almost ten, nine and a half steam decks during his uh, his thing. (laughs) So nice job there. Uh, Dumbest award Scott went with content creators uh, category. Freaking hate it can't stand it even if my name was up there i'd be annoyed i don't like it
2: an obvious <laughs> and popular popular choice well think, the other I problem with it is, is i would I assume think, was i think there. Two, two of them
3: are also in a relationship so i think is it ludwig and qt cinderella i think they're oh are they, they? together oh
1: i see i don't even know that and it's not even that i don't I know i think these people. so i'm sure Some they're fine. Make sure i'm right i'm sure they're fine but look we live in a world where there is one influencer every two feet on this planet it's so many people So how do you narrow this down? Is it just the most popular streamers? Is it not? Because obviously it isn't. There's streamers way popular, more popular than these people, but they chose them anyway. Like, I I don't understand that category. I think it's dumb. They should chuck it. It's dumb. We're all influencers now. I mean, YouTube
3: got rid of their rewind, right? They stopped doing that for the same reason. Same reason. You're going to pick too many. There's so much content out there. It's not the Hollywood film cartel. Mm -mm. There's so much content out there, and you could know, you know – of less of it than you do of it because of your algorithm.
1: Yeah, Hollywood puts out 50 channels. movies of uh, 50 recognized movies a year or whatever. Yeah,
3: it is. either you heard of them or you didn't. You're not like, "Oh, I'm into Bollywood. I have no idea what's going to Hollywood." I mean, some people might, but it's hard not to f- hear about the popular yeah. movies. For every has got that messaging. For every
1: 50 Hollywood movies, there's 50 million YouTube posts. It's just a dumb. Yeah. It's a dumb game. It's a fool's it would, errand. It
3: would be like the the Oscars nominating a direct video Danny Trejo movie that no one heard of. Like it doesn't happen. It's no. The business the 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 uh, those awards exist to bolster the movies that aren't huge tentpole draws. Right. That's why Marvel and Star Wars and Transformers never win. Asses will be in seats for them.
1: Yeah, they're not. But a But you're not
3: going to go see Sandra Bullock uh, float around in space <laughs> unless. The Academy says it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. You know, like so that
1: I is like, a good yeah. movie. I like that movie. Gravity's is. good, but um, it's a yeah. good time.
3: So you know, uh, John,
2: what in, was in
1: yours? Conclusion: you,
3: Content creators is dumb.
1: Yeah, right? they're dumb. I hate it. John,
2: what do you? What yeah, was your, I mean, uh, I knew somebody was going to take content creators, so I decided to go. I decided not to put that. There's I a lot to go around to for this one. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I decided to go uh, maybe a little on the more controversial side um, and say. I think basically every category where it's best insert genre here is a bad category. And I think they need to rethink the way it works because yeah. the genres that they put are so like, what the hell does that even mean? Like a lot of these categories I get innovation for accessibility, Okay, best VR even. I get that. Okay, we're picking from the best of the VR games. But best action game? The hell is an action game? Anymore, like, Let me go yeah. full Boomer and just go, I don't know what the hell an action game is in 2022 mm. because most games are action games. And then they have best action. Action slash adventure. What the hell is the difference?
0: Yeah. Like they they, they, the they don't say best role playing,
2: best yeah. fighting, best family. What the hell is a family game?
0: Yeah.
2: Fortnite isn't a family game, but it's the game I play with my family. Is a family game? It's stupid. It's a really stupid the way they, they put consider, these categories. Considering
3: they go through them so fast, they could parse them out. Like, I know you would think, like, well, we can't do best Metroidvania and best Survivors-like and best Souls-like and best, you know, all the actual genres we know to be more accurate uh, to a plugged-in gamer. Um, but we can because we're going through them so fast. <laughs> like, here's your best esports. League of Legends, anyways, here's your best role-playing game. And yeah, so, if you, you know, if
2: you go through it that quick, I guess it doesn't matter what you put up there, but I would almost rather they were just honest and be like, hey, we're recognizing this game for excellence, Like rather than try to ascribe some weird, arbitrary genre to it that you look at it and you go, I don't even know if I would put this in that genre. They
3: don't need to list them all. If they're going through them quick, because listing them all is to build suspense to make a dramatic viewing out of the award show. Yeah. Just say what the winner is. I agree.
1: They did some of that, but they did it so inconsistently that I was like, "Well, wait, why are you doing it here but not here? How come they're getting the full list and it red, but you're not? You're just skipping over it over here? Like it was weird. I don't know. So that just needs. An I overall. think
2: those categories have games that deserve to be recognized, and so because of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a second one. I'm gonna also say. Player's Voice Award is really stupid. I hate it's it. basically an award to encourage the internet to go full meme tilt and then just masturbate vigorously in a corner over how proud they are that they got their stupid meme game to win or not win. And I think it's really dumb. Like, it's just, it, it's not a way, you know, the, the, Academy Awards kinda of tried this with like best popular movie where it's like, okay, we're gonna finally recognize the movies people generally care about yeah. uh that aren't super artsy and we're gonna put some some mainstream stuff in there. Um, but this isn't even that. This is just people basically picking what stupid meme game they think would be funny and then doing a grassroots movement so that Jeff Keeley has to say Genshin Impact or Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> and it's kinda Judge silly. Said, yeah, we got but it, we, we got it. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, no, I. You know Move what? did. Christopher Judge, we got John and his deprecating humor. Uh, <laughs> look, I, uh, you're I for, agree with everything you said. But I
1: do too. <laughs> Your original statement, rant. especially them in the corner afterwards, I completely agree with. There's the most effed up people going after each other's throats online, just being stands for Sonic or stands for Genshin Impact or whatever the hell they wanted to to freak out about. And I think it is a exercise in stupidity. I hate it. Not a fan. So. Baby. I think you're right,
3: Bo. You picked esports coach. Why? Yep, It's explains itself. Nobody knows who the best
2: esports coach is. Why ask? Why ask people? It's Ted Lasso, everybody. Yeah, Ted Lasso. Yeah. It's our favorite
1: yeah. esports coach. No, that's a good. That's a. Good, I mean, I understand saying maybe there's a category for best esport of the year. That makes sense to me. You can kind of. You can kind of boil down what that is. That's you know, sports games and or games as sports with with the whole presentation and everything. And it's easy to know who to categorize in there and everything. That makes sense.
3: I don't know who these coaches are.
2: I bet if you're that one coach, it feels really good.
3: I, yeah, sure, but Bazooka or Bizka, as Scott so says, was it Bizka? It was Bazooka
1: <laughs> spelled Bizka. Oh, Bazuka. So. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing is none of these are real. I wish they were their real names. Give me their names, like bill willingham for league of legends larry von henderson for what you know what i mean instead of just like me trying to figure out what their freaking acronym bullshit internet meme name is i hate that shit anyway john's right Uh, and so is bo all right moving on uh best (laughs) award
2: Scott. content creators (laughs) (laughs) i
1: think there is value in saying game of the year i think that's an that's that's a sensible thing to do because that includes all genres it includes every possible game. There's a lot of cool stuff on that list. I think maybe the list is a little short. It's only like five, six games. But I think Game of the Year is my favorite award because, I don't know, that just feels like an achievement. And this year they gave it to uh, your, your freaking, uh, uh, now I have Genshin Impact in my head. What's wrong with
2: me? <laughs> they did it! Oh man, they all those internet it, kids are gonna be so excited. They're like, we got Scott to say it too.
1: They did it. What's the damn? Well, don't say it. Elden Ring. Jeez Louise's. <laughs> um, and I think that that's a cool thing to do. And also, I was on. I was a little pins and needles on that because there was so much Ragnarok love all all through the thing that I was like, well, this they're just throwing this at Ragnarok because it's new, it's everything everyone's talking about, sequel to Lord And it Lord. fits
3: into 50 categories. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I was really, I was certain that that's what was going down. But no, they gave it to Elden Ring, which I think is deserved. And I'm glad they recognized the game that came out in freaking March or February, whatever it was, because um, it's easy to do that. You look at the latest stuff. Movies do this too. They don't pay attention to the early part of the year most of the time. So I thought that was good. John, what would you like?
2: Uh, I like Best Adaptation because uh, the awards and what's nominated can get a little samey. You know, it can be God of War Ragnarok winning it feels like eight categories. It can be seeing the Cat Game get nominated for what feels like everything. It's like yeah, same games, same, game, same games, same mm-hmm. games. Best Adaptation was really cool because one, I felt you know very invested in multiple things. I thought Arcane and Cyberpunk Edge Runners were both extremely good video game properties. And it, you know, gave us a chance to look at a list that wasn't just people and wasn't the same games. I agree. So I liked that category. I like when the categories get broad enough that it's recognizing different aspects of gaming instead of just the same stuff.
1: Yeah. That was cool. Was it the French lady? No, that was the game that won game, that won, um, uh, best indie or whatever it was. The French lady. I thought she was great i thought about her later
3: oh i know what you're talking <laughs> about yeah mm-hmm. not in a
1: weird way she just seemed...
2: where's carter <laughs> get carter back in the chat not in everybody. a weird way
1: i thought she just seemed really oh, i don't know seemed that, really yeah. interesting kind of person i would like to sit and talk to that's all nothing beyond that uh Bo, what'd you like there you put goy uh, oh game of year
3: yeah yeah same don't so need to <laughs> elaborate further i like it's, it was you know <laughs> For the longest time, I don't really. I, I I hate most of the awards, so but Game of the Year is kind of a you know it's the winner takes all final say yeah. on things. So it's
2: why we're there. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: it is why we're there. You do want to hear it, and like I said, it I I felt like more this year than most years. There was like a moment of tenseness that's fun, mm-hmm. of like oh how's this going to go? I don't really know. I can't really predict it, and I didn't I haven't felt that in previous years. So that was kind of cool. Uh. Move on to a favorite announcement. I wrote the obvious and true answer the announcement of Armored Core 6, uh, also from From Software. It was I a good one. love the Armored Core games. I cannot wait for this shit. Just bring it now. The tone of everything about that trailer has me beyond stoked. And so I'm very excited about that. There was a lot of other things to be excited about. Don't get me wrong. It's not the only thing, or the singular thing, or the thing that destroyed all other announcements. Like, I, you know, really excited about Space Marine 2, and I'm really excited about Diablo 4, and there's a whole handful of others that looked really great. But I thought Armored Core 6 uh, looked like the thing I want to play like this minute, if I could. Uh, John, what'd you, what'd you uh, like there?
2: Uh, my favorite announcement was Hades 2. It was, you know, kind of this, it's kind of been the debate. Supergiant has never made a sequel before, they've always just moved on to a different project. Hades was very well received. And so there's been this kind of debate. Bo and I have talked about it on, are they going to do a sequel or are they going to make something different? And for a very long time, I thought it'll probably make something different. And that's probably for the best. And then I saw a trailer for Hades 2 and I immediately just was <laughs> over the moon excited. Like, oh, this is what I want. I didn't they know if it's a, what said I said wanted. And I, just, I,
3: I had like, zero expectation of a sequel because they've come out and said as much. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and it's and, not just like we look at their past history. They've actually said we, we usually pick new projects, and we don't have anything to announce, but you know, right, probably not. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. there's
1: I mean, there's massive money on the table for a very successful first outing, and why wouldn't they? It's one of those cases where usually i I don't love sequels just because, oh, we have a franchise on our hands, let's keep this money train rolling, but I don't think that's what this is. Um, there's enough to know about
3: that team to know that they really are passionate just about this It feels stuff. like an idea that is un- not unfinished, but it's just more there. In yeah, there's yeah, more. Like I- it's worth revisiting because it only has these four zones. I'm like, are they going to expand it? Are they going to make that fourth level way better than what it is in the first one? Are, you know, They know how to make fun equipment. What are all the things they wish they did and all the things, the errors that they see that we don't? You know what I mean? I yeah. just feel like it's going to be really good i agree yeah, so
1: super stoked yeah. about that um bo you that, you also picked hades too, but but you have a bigger one here what's i
3: mean d4 picked? was my favorite because That's i've been waiting for diablo for like ever That, cinematic, <laughs> you, that cinematic you know it looks it's coming so and i've been reading news about it every week on the you know for the show and just get here already i'm like crawling across the desert I know we have our feelings about Blizzard, but I do not care when it comes to Diablo. If it's good, insert syringe into wrist or (laughs) I guess forearm. Let's go! (laughs) I want loot. (laughs) I want to kill demons. I don't care about your Path of Exiles and other games. Diablo is the shit, Mm -hmm. and it's the shit I want. And that trailer uh, lived up in quality to the last one they did. And I think the last one they did is a new high bar for the franchise and for the company and for the business. In terms of I tone, think
1: it's, like it's my favorite cinematic of recent memory.
3: Period. I love. Narius that was a badass in yeah. that. Like yeah. you know, they made Lilith look really cool in the first one, and they you know made me look at Placenta differently. <laughs> and and this one, the you know just. Yeah, just when he comes the way they play with light in that one where it's all red but then the light comes up and the demons are like ah like just it's just classic blizzard super cinematic. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Like it was really good. For those at home who are like, "Hey,
1: are we going to talk about the leaked info about pre-order bonuses and how their quote-unquote battle pass is going to work and all that?" We'll get to it. We're going to talk about that today. Don't worry. Just not yet.
3: Yeah. And Hades too. I didn't expect it. I I almost, I had to go cool off after watching it.
1: Yeah, you had to. um, I was so
3: happy. Didn't you literally
1: get up and go somewhere? I think you
3: did. Yeah, yeah, I had to get up after. He
2: missed two trailers because of it.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I had to get up and just take a breath because I actually, it wasn't hyperventilating, but I just felt lightheaded from watching it. I was just like, I thought they weren't going to do it. I couldn't, I love that game so much. And it's like, I'm an adult. I'm jaded and cynical, as most of our generation can be. And this made me feel like mom and dad got me the present I wanted after all, instead of just telling me they didn't have any money and giving me something shitty knockoff or something like that. I was just like, I'm getting a sequel. Thank you, Super Giant.
1: Yep. So, yeah. So that'll be cool. Uh, chat room says leaked. It's on the launcher with the Diablo 4 stuff. No, it was leaked. And now you can pre order. But it was ahead of when they meant for it to be out. About Ultimate and Deluxe and all that. That was a day ago though, so that's changed today. You can actually go pre order pre order the game and I think it gives you beta open beta access when that when that hits, but that's when is that? Um Do we know when open beta is for four? Crap. Is there dates? I know we got so June sixth is the release date, but when's beta? That's gonna be soon, I'll bet. Anyway, I'm tempted. <laughs> to go pre-order it and play in whatever beta is there uh all right moving on uh best game trailer mine was a tie between space marine and armored core 6 um Pick
3: armored core 6 because space marine 2 was more of a gameplay yeah gameplay trailers are lesser in my mind than announcement trailers i mean they are but they aren't i can still leave it there but it's just it's you know i would put Armored core as an actual
1: trailer. yeah okay that's a good point if we're talking about just like a tease like a thing to get me excited then yeah that that yeah. probably is it, and also I don't know why I didn't put Diablo fours on here because, um, you know this is a story beat cinematic that'll be in the game. Uh, it's a little like when they showed that Asmodan moment in uh, a BlizzCon one year before the game was finished, and they, we'd already seen yeah. the intro thing. So
3: you are right; it does look like a chapter,
1: yeah, like a chapter act, cinematic act
3: starts. I which I like love that. I
1: mean, I freaking love that stuff in those games, so I am all in. But it was good; it was really good. It looked great and I don't ever want to walk on fire ever in
3: my life. It's okay to pick one or two. There were literally 200 trailers, so... You're yeah. still narrowing it down. That's true. I also,
1: think. I will. I, even though we know nothing about it, the Transformers trailer had me excited. But
3: oh yeah, I didn't have a place to put that in. Yeah, the, the trailer wasn't that great. It's that it's first person shooter yeah.
1: Transformers. That's that got it. Me hyped. It's yeah. mostly about it what I know trailer. now that makes me hyped. It's less about what I was seeing in real
3: time. I, we thought it was shit, and then I saw the title. Like yeah. I did. Let me speak for myself. I looked at it with like generic FPS lasers stuff, yeah. and then the title. It's said Transformers Reactivate, and I'm like. <gasps> I like this now.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, man. I really I like it. I had to rewatch it. Anyway, those are mine. John, uh, I think this is. You guys, I want you at home, just guess what you think John's is, and you're going to be right. John, tell us what your favorite trailer is
2: Final one. Fantasy 16. No. Uh, what? Not a surprise. Probably to know that I'm excited about a Final Fantasy game, but I think regardless of what your thoughts on Final Fantasy are, looking at that trailer, that game sells you pretty hard on on it. It looks really good. It looks like Final Fantasy meets Dragon Age Origins meets Game of Thrones meets that devil may cry. Like it's just big and bombastic and insane and dark looking. And it looks incredible. I, I was so stoked to see that, uh, that trailer.
1: I'm in agreement. It also was the one that had the most uh, hype with it. It was still game. Like a lot of gameplay was shown, but it felt uh, as hypey as any of them. It looked really, really good. I was expecting to be a little disappointed. If I'm honest, I thought it'd be a little slow and not that big a deal. It looked really good. And at first I thought it was the MMO and I was like this engine upgrade is
2: nice. Look at <laughs> Yeah, they're this. not upgrading the engine that much. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly lighting and shaders. Rumors That's are really
1: r- rumors are floating around that it will be on PC day and date that it's not PlayStation 5 exclusive. So, uh I don't know if that will I don't know. Hold. Right
2: now they're only talking pre-orders for PlayStation. Right. That's like, all right, they've they done. Yeah, Sony
1: hasn't
3: but... come knock on their door and begged yet. Yeah, so who knows? Yes. This is this is how it goes, Square Enix. Nope, sorry, we're releasing the game on all platforms. But we'll, we'll give you money. Well, they're definitely Either not doing way, Okay, stole, we'll be an exclusive. I <laughs> yeah. sold I the 5 I don't know I to do it way. have
2: <laughs> So, I I'm ready.
1: What was that voice? That was weird. Well, that's right. You got good. your parents' um, your parents' Xbox, or sorry, PlayStation on, on yep, your desk.
2: I took it from them. Nice. I, I made them pack it up for me. That's how good at thievery I am. I said, pack it up, and... Uh, they said, "Are we getting it back?" And I said, "Probably, yeah." Wow! And
1: you're like a, out the
2: door with it. That was it.
1: You're the, you're like a run through the Deus Ex game, but with nothing but brute force. You just went in. No no stealth. You just said, "Give me your PS5," and they handed it
2: over. <laughs> yeah, give it.
1: Give it to me. Um. All right. There's that. Let's see what else.
3: Oh,
2: Bo's favorite. game Bo, please tell
1: us uh, which which of these yeah, tickled we your talked fancy. Talked
3: about D4, which yeah. is probably the best one, but Baldur's Gate. I was very happy to see. And it was—it's good as all the other ones. Yeah, Minsk is back, and uh there's mimics, and the mimics look amazing. Yeah, and you know, just the usual um voice acting, quality of music that just goes. Uh, I'm just so excited, and it's coming out in August. We have a date. Yep. August, yeah. two months Baldur's after Day the album, was, was probably
2: vacation. my second on my list. Don't you kind of wish one, that? But don't you
1: wish they would have released? I wish June was the Baldur's Gate release. And Di- well, I'm not actually saying this because I want Diablo as soon as possible. But we're going to be so into Diablo for those f- couple of months. I'm a little worried that'll ding my. Oh, you know.
3: Baldur's Gate for Di- Diablo is going to be like I need to play now kind of game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I am planning at least one multiplayer playthrough with Mike and Crofton. Uh, you know, if there's a fourth spot, you can join us, or maybe we'll have our own. We can figure out something with kyle john and yourself yeah so i figure i'm gonna have some multiplayer games ongoing so it's gonna be on my multiplayer game and i'll probably do a single player run but i'll get through i can wait to get through it because i'm gonna have other activities in it yeah but diablo's both multiplayer and single player right it's probably going to be a lot of single player yeah so, you yeah. know for sure um, I think yeah, those are the, the two games we're going to be playing next fall though. The sure. word from all <laughs>
1: these play testers is so positive right now on Diablo that I am so, oh, I'm just so excited. Yeah. People I trust yeah. and people who don't have any skin in the game one direction or the other are coming away going, we may have a problem, everybody, not in a bad way. <laughs> like we're going to be way into that game. I hope they're right. Uh, yeah, all right.
3: Space Marine 2 is obviously looking good. Yeah, right? Oh, oh. Lots Space of blood, brain. lots of, you know, just the same mechanic. I'm sure it's going to be the same mechanics as the first one. Yeah. And uh, I'm just eager to find out more about multiplayer. It looked really good. And I'm eager to find out what the other Xenos are going to be that we're fighting. Because it's not just going to be Tyranids. It's going to be
1: another. The only thing I'm bummed out is about, and I shouldn't be, because the the, the the voice we heard was fine. But I I really liked Mark Strong in that main character. Um, mm. And he's not there this time, so.
3: Uh, but the guy they have is awesome. He was in Vikings. He's Rolo in Vikings. It, right. He's going to be great. I feel, good. He's, yeah, great. I feel he's, good. he's got a great voice, too.
1: Exciting. All right, biggest surprises. Mine was also Armored Core 6.
3: I didn't know that was coming or being made. <laughs> yeah. they, haven't, they haven't made a new one in for
1: freaking, since what, the 360? You didn't know it
3: was From Software doing it, because I think it said From Software at some point. Well, I saw that. I saw well, from. I saw from and went... It started it
2: went, as like Dark Souls. Like, yeah. it was the most Dark Souls, not a Dark Souls game trailer I've ever seen in my life.
1: Right. I saw that and I went, oh, they're making a Dark Souls robot game. And then somebody, or one of you, or somebody said, oh, no, Armored Core or something like that. And then it all started falling that. into place. And they've been making that game since 97. And the latest one, I think, was 360 era. It's been a break. Like, they have not done one forever. And they're
3: so cool.
1: And I need more mechs in my life. So this is it. I'm mm, so excited. That was and big. There are spoilers.
3: no slouches in the art department, I'll tell you that. No. And Elden Ring's a pretty game. No,
1: for sure. Uh John, what surprised you the most?
2: <laughs> the flute guy. Yeah. Man, what a pleasant surprise seeing him just jamming out. What a positive way. Like, if it wasn't for that kid at the very end. He would have gone out on such a positive high note because of the just the joy that he brought. Yeah. Uh, so he he was, and as far as the game announcement goes, I wanted to do something different than just like my favorite announcement because it's probably Hades too. But yeah. um, Dead Cells returned to Castlevania. I didn't expect more Dead Cells, and I certainly didn't expect to tie in with Castlevania. So that yeah. was like a double surprise, and I think that's pretty cool.
1: It is pretty. I, it- I remember watching that and going back and forth, like, is this Dead Cells and Castlevania combined? And then I went, well, it's like pre-show, right? Like they're just screwing around with us. I this remember
3: some- we made comments because John was, as I was like, I think this is Castlevania, or I, I said, I think this is Dead Cells, and you're like, what Castlevania game has a guy with a fire head and one eyeball? Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and then I was like, yeah, but it can't be Castlevania because like what guy has a fire head and and castle and we were both like going back and forth and we were both right really? yeah. no but there's there was some dispute from either side of the the guessing aisle as to what it might be leaning towards yeah, yeah that was kind of a fun interaction
1: i have no idea what to expect out of that other than i already love how dead cells plays and if you're going to actually do like what is it going to be are you going to be you're still a roguelike i right like
2: Oh, I'd, well, it's I'd, gonna be DLC. It's gonna be new areas. Uh, yeah, for dead cells. Yeah, it's gonna wow. be DLC for dead cells. It's gonna be new areas. Um, it's gonna have a bunch of remixed Castlevania music, <laughs> new items, new weapons. That's awesome. The new costumes, stuff. Yeah. So you know, it'd be great and, if it's it was DLC. Really cool. And probably D-
3: cosmetics.
2: It'd be right? cool if yeah. it was
1: DLC for Symphony of the Night. That would make me laugh. If they did that.
2: It's, like, uh, it's just that we put dead cells in Symphony of the Night. Yeah, brush you off your
3: PlayStation go, discs.
2: Go find that game and mm-hmm. play I some think dead people will be for
3: excited for, for a re-release of that game, though. Even that game They great. just Updated it a little bit. I think yeah. they
1: did. It's PC or somewhere has it newish. Mm. I think. Man, Symphony of the Night is good. Such a great game. Uh, well, anyway, that's cool. I'm with you on that. That's a weird one, Bo. Uh, what do you What do you think was the biggest, biggest surprise? Was
3: Hades 2 Because yeah. I thought it was not happening. Um, and also, uh, your daughter Carter and chat throwing you under the bus constantly. Yeah. <laughs> she, I was like, I know you guys have a good relationship, but it was very funny. To I asked her like, about it today. You're like, I watched Chainsaw Man, it was great. She's like, You've never seen Chainsaw Man, it was Chainsaw Man, dad. Stop like, I'm lying. in the middle of
1: watching that stupid thing right now. And by the way, I have a nitpick with Hulu. They, um, sometimes it's not always, but sometimes they're, I think their they're translation, uh, captions are put in dynamically and the timing oh. gets really off. On
2: oh, I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. Really
1: does. annoying because it'll be like a whole conversation. Like no one's talking and then suddenly a car will pull up and the guy will just go oh, yibba, yibba, yibba. And he's, I go oh, is that what I was supposed to remember from like 20 seconds ago like freaking F off piss me off that game that shows really good though I need him to hurry up and dub it. Um, Okay. Yeah, I talked to her today by the way. She says that she was snarky in chat because um she was it was like three in the morning when she was watching that with us. So.
2: I loved it. She was not putting up with any crap from you. And it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. 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 It wasn't just once. It was like, I was oh, as many constant. times. I feel like Many Carter times. should be a guest on the show
3: one week yeah. and we should hear from uh, Carter's perspective on the Johnson. Family. Well, we'll just wait until she
1: gets back from Iceland and then we'll see. We'll see what happens. I thought it'd be useful to at least name what happened here uh, in terms of these categories. So Elden Ring won best game of the year. Direction went to Elden Ring. Those are its two big wins. Best narrative went to God of War Ragnarok. Best art direction, Elden Ring. Uh, best score and music went to Ragnarok. Or as as Al Pacino called it, Rangarok? No,
2: Ragnarok. 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 I
1: couldn't see the prompter. Yeah, I can't see it. Ragnarok. He says. Uh, let's see. God of War also won for best audio design, best performance. Christopher Judge
3: for God of War Ragnarok, and boy, we, he'll never let us forget it. That was a, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What you say you're going for the list. It was just it was another thing that made that speech last long is he couldn't read the teleprompter, so he was ad-libbing.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah <good time. laughs> like
3: a, just another little fact about why that was awesome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of cool. Uh, Games for Impact was a thing. Uh, that's when As Dusk Falls won. It's a dumb category name. Games for impact. I don't like it. Uh, best on- colon. best ongoing. Final Fantasy fourteen. Moving on. Just kidding. It deserves it. It's fine. I, I don't. I don't begrudge that win. And Final Fantasy fourteen is a great ongoing game.
3: Uh-huh. Well, you know, whenever there's an ongoing game, I play Enchantress and cancel all the ongoing. Effects. Yeah, or you'll go
2: and uh, play songs in the town. Man, somebody whatever. did that to me today, and they still lost, and it was glorious. <laughs> really. Yeah, they really had my number with Enchantress and they still couldn't pull out a win. That's great. Power Ultron was too strong.
3: I get you.
1: Uh, best Indie went to Stray, the cat game, which
3: was nominated in a lot of categories. Oh, we didn't talk about Big Cat. Yeah, Big Cat <laughs> Big was... Uh, Big Cat. Yeah, Taking all the it, awards. Stray won every category. Was nominated.
2: Well, not every. It was nominated. It was nominated, like nominated the, the most, but like it didn't win too, more but... than a
1: couple of them, I think. So it was a little bit like, I don't know. You know, in the Oscars, some movies like, oh, that'll win everything. And then it wins like one of the 20 things it was nominated for. It's like that. Uh, Best mobile game went to Marvel Snap. We mentioned that already. Best Community Support went to Final Fantasy XIV. Innovation and Accessibility went to Ragnarok. And Best VR went to Moss Book 2. But, Bo, of these, have you played? Okay, so we have After the Fall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Moss Book 2, and Red Matter 2. Of these, did you... think anything i don't else? think i
3: played any of them there's lots to play uh i mean last year know, i th- think it went like the best vr game right i would it's kind of too soon to do best vr game of the year it's fine that they do it the best vr game is half life alex if you're going to play one game yeah that's the one if you want to play the highest quality best experience in vr it is that game yeah yeah i agree um i think after the fall i think i played or there's one with the word fall in it hang on let me just look it up real quick
2: <laughs> i can't imagine no. that somebody put the word fall a diff- in one of the video one. games i didn't
3: Weird. I, the only one i played was among us vr and i got sick with covid right after we bought it so we never actually got into it yeah we got it. I wanted that. to play with chat and stuff and the kind of the momentum fell off yeah um but I got in there and it was very cool. Like, I liked the vibe in Among Us VR, but I couldn't tell you it's game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Like, you
1: know, speaking of Among Us, real quick, just to mention, and I thought another nice surprise, although it's not groundbreaking or anything, but they're adding a new mode to that game, to the regular VR or to the regular Among Us game called Oh Shoot. I lost it. It's called uh, Oh Shoot. you get chased. I, One of you gets I to be... I think a,
2: it's glorious hearing you talk so positively about Among Us because for so long, you oh, yeah. were the most harsh critic of Among Us that I think I knew. Yeah,
1: 100%. The reason was I don't like lying to people I like, but what I learned is they don't mind lying to me, so it's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: what I mean? Like it's going both What a both beautiful ways. lesson you learned. yeah. But it's like a
1: hide and seek <laughs> game. I forgot the name. What they call? What they call it? Chad? Did somebody know? I'm anyway, looking it's,
2: for it. Uh, it's a, it's, yeah, hide and seek. You it's a new it. mode. Among you, us
1: hide and seek. You basically uh, think of it as in Resident Evil terms. You become Mister X. One of you does, and you try to find everybody else and kill them. And so they they're trying to just avoid you. I think that sounds like a riot, and it's a very different game type, and also kind of freaky. Like, I'm all in on this. I'm I'm very much looking forward to playing. And I think that comes out today. I think that new mode's today. I'm, I may have to play that this weekend. Uh, what else? Best action game went to Bayonetta 3. Uh, best action adventure. The, these stupid categories. God of War Ragnarok. Best role playing went to Elden Ring. Uh, best fighting went to multiverse. That beat out um, King of Fighters 15, which I think a lot of people thought would win. Best family game. John's favorite category went to the one of the best games of the year, in my opinion. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It's a fantastic game. Uh, best sim strategy went to Mario Rabbids, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, which is uh, on its way to me. I found a deal. Uh, it's normally a $60 game. I got it for 30 bucks, and it's will be here soon.
2: Fell right off of a truck. Yeah, I fell right off of a truck. Yeah, yeah. Amazing.
1: Uh, Amazon has it for that right now, if anyone wants it. But you have to get the cart. You can't do digital, which is really annoying. Um, but I want to see how good it is. Everybody's raving about that game. I got a 9 out of 10 on IGN, which they don't just give out nines, so seemed like good. Anyway, best sports racing game: Gran Turismo Seven. Uh, is the only racing game on here. The rest of them are sports games. Oh no, F one twenty two, I guess is uh, best multiplayer. Platoon three content creator of the year: Ludwig. We talked about that. Best, best best debut indie went to Stray. Arcane League of Legends went for best adaptation, and League of Legends: Zelda Tears of the Kingdom went for most anticipated. I would have gone Final Fantasy sixteen personally, or Starfield
2: i don't know i think i am shocked nobody put most anticipated on their dumbest category but that maybe is a testament to how dumb some of these categories it's are. it's pretty
1: dumb you're not wrong best esports went to valorant uh best esports athlete went to yay whoever that is uh best esports team went to loud this is the first year i don't recognize these teams i usually it's like uh uh cloud nine and freaking i don't know who whatever phase clan i guess i recognize but dark zero esports gen g la thieves and loud i don't know these people we're not
2: in the scene anymore we're not paying attention
1: i guess you're right but that's a lot of quick turnover if these are all new names anyway best esports coach went to bazooka or is it's written bzka i hate that uh let's see best esports event went to league of legends because they win all those congratulations across the board I don't know why I decided to read all that. Okay, let's talk about this uh, this uh, Diablo stuff before we take a break. Sure. Uh, it was originally a leak. Now it's, it's a known thing. Um, but there are these editions, Standard Edition, Digital Deluxe Edition, and Ultimate Edition. Not that weird to hear that. Here's what they include, and some people are mad about this. I'm not sure if they're mad just because it's Blizzard mad or if it's – I don't know what it comes from. Probably that. Because I'm not that offended by I think it's
2: an element of Blizzard Mad. I also think it's an element of this is a franchise that's never had this before. Probably some uh, of that. Anytime you introduce a monetary component to a thing that's never had a monetary component like this before, that's always going to get pushback. The uh, Real Money Auction House also did. For yeah diablo 3 that's true so. and they
1: pulled that they're not pulling this though i'm pretty sure this oh same through. with the
2: always online for diablo 3 oh speaking right speaking of like new thing in my old thing it always gets <laughs> a uh, thing
1: nobody even gets. talks about anymore like every game you play has online these days and you don't even talk about it everybody at home you all freaked out in 2012 where are you now 10 years later? Well, let's get into it because that are just not be, online. Yeah. Have yeah. Just be
3: <laughs> play offline games only and don't bother us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: they, nothing go,
3: new has come Dorf out. for Fortress, that. Dorf Fortress just came out. Uh, you go play that. You don't have to play it online with anybody. Uh, that seems but so But Just because
2: it was innocuous once doesn't mean all of them are going to be innocuous. So let's get into it because right. I do think there are red flags for those. All right. Here's some.
1: So, it. standard edition will get you the game, uh, it'll get you Amalgam of Rage, a World of Warcraft mount. Uh, diablo immortal winged uh, a winged darkness reddish brown cosmetic set jesus it's a terrible name
2: didn't weep on that one no <laughs> this just regular jesus
1: just regular jesus on that one uh digital deluxe edition is the game uh, uh the same mount the same thing in uh the cosmetics in diablo immortal and then the new stuff temptation a ride for diablo 4 i think that means yeah i like horse. riding
3: temptation uh, doesn't, sound, doesn't our, sound good, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't.
1: Um, armored, uh, sorry, armored armor for this hel- is the worst name. Armored armor, <laughs> armored armor for hell for Diablo 4, and then Diablo 4 Thank release <laughs> release season battle pass. So you get the battle pass without having to pay separately for the battle pass that will be part of this game. By the way, the battle pass 100% post story stuff. This I know for sure. There's no way this stuff is built into your damn story. Uh, Ultimate edition. Here's your big topper. And it's the one that people are a little bit freaked out about. Uh, at least some are. Uh, all that stuff all the way up to uh, uh, the hell armor. They also have the wings of the creator emote for Diablo four and accelerate the release of the season battle pass in Diablo four premium season battle pass unlock 20 tier skips one cosmetic item. Now I don't think that's that un- unusual
3: Every battle pass system has a skip. Yeah. Eldriff, Overwatch, it's just that, is it just that Diablo's
1: never had it before and that's the problem? So, John, tell me, where, where where is the huge glaring issue here? Is that it?
2: Like for other people or for me? For you. Where, I don't have a problem with battle passes in general, and I don't even necessarily have one um, for for Diablo having one. Um, but it remains true of any game with a battle pass. Uh, especially a game that in my head, and we'll we'll have to see when the game comes out because I haven't played it. Um, but in my head, Diablo, we've talked about this as a more solo, single-player experience. I don't look at it as a big multiplayer, show off my e to my friends kind of game. We know that's going to be a little different with Diablo 4, but um, that's the way I look at it. And so there is a part of me that when you say we're going to be doing seasons and cosmetics and this and that that I worry that the cool looking shit is going to be behind a paywall and it's going to be, well, here's your gear and it looks scrubby and you can have it. (laughs) But if you give us money, you can look cool. And I think that's bad. I think that that's, I think that's awful. Scrubby. If I feel like I can buy this game that has a, a, has a price, it's not free and get a great game, a great experience, and feel cool and feel good about my character without spending a bunch of money for cosmetics. Obviously, the cosmetics should be cool. If you're gonna spend money, it should look cool. I'm not saying they should all be dumb, but I'm saying baseline there needs to be an element of cool to it, right? Right, right. If that's all there, I'm fine. Put as many battle passes in Diablo as you want. But if I feel like Scrub League running around and everyone else who threw money at the problem looks cool, that sucks because I paid for this game
0: Yeah,
2: and I I should have paid for what felt like a complete game. Um, It's hard to quantify, but I think the best way to sum it up is if I feel like I got a whole game out of Diablo four out of the box without a battle pass, I'm feeling good. If I feel like I have to get that battle pass to get stuff that I feel like should have been in the game at a base level, that's a problem.
1: Okay. Now let me add this to the pile. This is the one thing that's pissing off a few people, and I think I can see their pain here, but also, again, I don't think it's unusual for the industry, just maybe for Diablo. Regardless of which edition players pre-order, they will get early access to open betas and the Messenger of Light in-game DLC. Uh, Those who pre-order the Deluxe Edition or Ultimate Edition will also get four days early access to the game before the worldwide launch of June 5th. So on June 1st, 2023, you will be playing if you bought one of the two higher tiers. People are mad about this? People people are mad about that, yeah.
2: Well, people are mad about everything.
1: I know. But that's, you know. It just seems reasonable to me.
2: This isn't new. Again, this is like
1: It's new to Diablo, but not the rest of the world. It's new to Diablo,
2: and hasn't been here before. But, like, pre-ordering and getting early access to the game is not new. Yeah. It's, in fact, a fairly common thing. If it makes you mad, it makes you mad, but it, Diablo didn't invent this.
1: No, and I also think that sitting around hoping beyond hope that somehow uh, Blizzard will behave like they did in the 90s and in the in the early aughts is a, another fool's errand. I've talked about a few of those today because it's, yeah,
3: that, they're going to follow,
1: they're going to do the
3: trends, they're going to do They're going to do things. it, and they're going to make the money. Like, yeah. It's not like, you know, Marvel Snap won best mobile game. Yeah. They dropped like last week, a bundle that cost basically Canadian anyways, 130 bucks to get a bunch of credits, a bunch of the new currency, a card variant, a portrait like, and I'm like, I'm just doing this for shiny borders. Yeah. Cause I had a, I I had a, I had a close one. I was building out my deck and a lot of the borders are infinite and they upgraded the infinite graphics to look. Much cooler now. Yeah. And I was like, if I just spend this $139, my whole deck can be infinite. Yeah. And I opened up the panel, and I went, Bo, spend it on a video game. Like, (laughs) pre-order Diablo. Like, just don't. It's just to make your deck look shiny. You are not impressing anyone. And thankfully, I had the control to close it. I'm glad you did. That's good to hear. And that game is popular, and it is dumb it is mostly dumb to spend more than, you know, 10 or 20 bucks on this game. Anything, if you're spending $100 on something in this game, it's a mobile phone game. It's not, it's good. It's great. Don't get me wrong. Like, quick, short games fills that slot. But it's not worth spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on. Sorry, Ben Bro, Game's great. Mm. Um, and, and, um. The whales will, but you're The not, point uh, I'm trying to make is, is yeah. these games as a service, it's here to stay. Battle Pass, we're settling into a pattern of what's comfortable for regulators and what's comfortable for consumers. People like Battle Passes, or, you know, and and they're going to have them in Diablo. They have one in Path of Exile. There's Krax K- 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 Vault. Yeah. Uh, you can't pay to skip, so Path of Exile gets to put on its hipster glasses and goes, only cheating lizard makes you pay to <laughs> skip levels. And all the people who respond, that message resonates with them. Yeah they'll be like yeah i play path of exile not that diablo shouldn't great go play your path of exile without damage numbers <laughs> like still the big hang up for both i can't the, believe is... i can't believe how much shit they talk about blizzard they don't have damage numbers in their game <laughs> i love that so much by the way by the way i path hope they exile. never
1: do i hope they never do so that this beef will always be
3: here yeah but um <laughs> i think it's funny yeah, it's really the worst part of it. But let
1: me ask you this. Okay, so so um it sounds like I'm going to be uh, like I'm defending Blizzard here. I'm not. I'm just saying I remember back when um uh, Diablo 2 came out and then they announced uh what was the expansion called? Um
2: Was it Lords of Shadow? Lords of
1: Shadow, that's it.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh thank you. So Lords of Shadow gets announced. I remember gamers being pissed uh about the fact that they were going to make an expansion. Why don't you include this in the main game? This should be the main you know, why why make me pay twice? Just put it yeah. all in there. That's the plan all along because <laughs> then
3: you pay $150.
1: Back then that was the thing of the day. You made a game and then you added to it and made more money. And that was the standard. Well nowadays we think of that as just fine. And when this new stuff comes, we get all bent out of shape. This is just today's version of that. And it will continue to be that way. And we may, there'll be some extreme examples when the horse armor for freaking Oblivion happened. You know, it was the first of its kind and it freaked everybody out and they all lost their freaking minds. You know how many microtransactions happen now with the equivalent of way more than freaking a piece of horse armor?
3: do it, Grand Theft Auto does it. Everything does it. Theft, all like all the AAA games are doing it, and basically. I'm not saying if,
1: I'm not saying be happy because everyone's doing it. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm saying pro- is it is the way of the th- of the of the progression of this business. It's just the way it is, and well, so and you that's can, why there, I said the,
2: oh, that's go why ahead. I said it's a it's a thing that you have to quantify, right? Like it's not something I don't think people you know feel how you're going to feel about it, but I don't think people can go oh, this is guaranteed bad, or this is guaranteed good, because we have to see what's going to be in it. You will know when you get to the, the end of Diablo 4 and you see what they're selling you, you'll know if that's a good deal or not. Like, deep down in our heart of hearts, we know. We know if, if Diablo 4 left us really unfulfilled, but we can get fulfilled if we just throw them $5 every couple of months, then we know they did a bad yep like it's it's gonna be something that you discover there. and um i'll I'll give one more controversial take about the whole like they're getting it early if they pay. Like I usually try to stay away from, you know cost because I've had money to burn and I've had money where it's like, oh God, I have to save every penny. and I understand there is a spectrum. But if you have enough time to be royally pissed about four days' early access, I think you can convert that into the energy to afford an upgraded edition of the game. (laughs) Just take all that rage that you're feeling about four days of somebody else playing a video game more than you and convert it into making a little bit more money before the game comes out in June. What a stupid thing to be mad about. I'm not saying you have to be okay with battle passes. I'm kind of with people that are upset about that. but four days of extra gameplay because they bought a more expensive version. Like, get over it or get the version. Wasn't there There was
1: some complaining you. about the collector's edition doesn't even come with a game code? You There's
2: just- a... They're selling a thing called the Diablo box. They're being very... Like, collector's box. They're being very specific with it because they don't want to call it the game yeah. because it does not contain the game. It looks like a big... Super deluxe version of the game. Apparently it's gonna be limited quantities and for who knows why. Despite the fact that you're gonna be spending a lot of money on this thing, they were like, well, oh, no, they should still go buy Diablo. This yeah. <laughs> is something different. So well, isn't it? You so know. it's
1: it's a hundred bucks instead of the like one fifty that you would normally see a thing like this for. And so the thinking is, well, they shaved they shaved the amount of the standard edition off of there so people will go get it. I think it just messes with the paradigm of what a CE is, what a what a collector's edition is, and I think people are just not used to whatever that, yeah, you know.
3: Yeah, Again, it's we're, sh- we're shedding old thinking like you're saying, right? Yeah. So, no one needs the a, a CD-ROM for their PC game. Like, no,
1: I so would like, like, like a kind. code though. Yeah. I think a code Why why
3: contribute to landfills making even the paper to put the code on? Like just put good stuff in the box, you know. It, yeah. I'm okay. You know, there's all kinds of other collector's editions of things, too. You don't need the software. Um, I think it's perfectly justifiable.
1: I, I don't it's, have a problem uh, with it. I just think they were asking for it to change the paradigm like that, and and they knew they were going to get heat for it, and they did it, and that's fine. But
3: yeah, Even that system, like the code system, it's yeah. like they have to generate the codes. They have to protect against fraud with the codes. If they just don't do it, you know, I think it's makes business sense to just say like, here's cool. Here's a sweet map and here's some sweet items. Yeah. Forget the that side of things. There's like candles in there or something. I think, I think we're slowly shedding that notion of uh, blizzard being, you know, the PC gamer holdout for a lot of people. Cause they, they didn't adopt as quickly. Like call of duty. You can have microtransactions, Grand Theft Auto you do. There was a long period, myself included. It's like PC games are this. And I think we're just now sitting at a point where it's like, like you said, it's just, it's yeah. what it is.
1: <laughs> you, can you, can you clear something up for me in the trailer, the cinematic they showed, um, we all thought, oh, here's Tyrael. He's back. And he also, he says, he came back to hell to, or came back to hell to do this. And so we're like, oh, it's him. And then it's his voice a little deeper though. Now everyone's not him. telling it's, me it's, it's an, not him.
3: Who is it? It's an, it's Narius. It's is that the, a? I thought that was a it's lady. It's the angel who boned Lilith and made the Nephilim or the yeah, humans.
2: they're the they're the Their mommy. It's daddy, born...
3: da, that's daddy's home. Like the first trailer is mommy, mommy of the human race. But I and thought now she, Anarius, daddy.
1: I thought Anarius was a lady. I don't know why I had that in my head that that was no. always true.
3: No, there's probably one that's close to the name though, it starts with an I as well. Okay, but I can't think of it. Uh, but no, I looked around a bit and I'm seeing a Narius. There's even a Narius bundle you can buy, I think, for the,
1: huh
3: or okay. something like that. Okay. Angels. Well, that's all good. Um, oh, he's badass. I mean, it just, he looked very, he had his, his laser wings or whatever you call them. You know, there, there's a lot of similarity, but the hood shape didn't feel right. That was what was off. And Tyrael has the sword of justice. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Um and Narius was wielding a polearm or oh, spear. Right. Plus,
2: Tyriel's a human with a belly ache. So, <laughs> wow!
3: Well, yeah. That but that's easily retconned. Somehow, Palpatine returned, right? So, right.
2: Tyriel <laughs> can very easily Fortnite. be back in his armor. <laughs> like, There's going to be a Fortnite event where Tyriel goes back to being an angel. And uh, if you played Fortnite, you know that plot hole. And uh, if you don't, well, well too bad. you
1: don't. Well, anyway, there's your look at the Diablo stuff. We are going to take a break. When we come back after this break, we're going to talk about the games we played and uh, we're going to read some emails and some other stuff. Uh, So come back, stick around. We'll be right back. This episode that you're listening to right now of Core, this fantastic episode, at least I hope it is for you so far, is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash core gaming, start living that better life today. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a manual like like modern video games. They They don't come with them anymore. You have to go online and find stuff. That's not always helpful, is it? Well, when that's not working for you, it's normal to feel sort of stuck, right? Well, therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of your challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has uh, connected with 3 million people. That's a lot of people. With licensed therapists, it's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere, 100% online. It's an amazing thing to do. I can tell you from personal experience, therapy actually helps. Real benefits to real people. Everyone deserves to feel their very best. Okay? BetterHelp makes that easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, They've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. All the benefits of that in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match you with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to another therapist anytime. It really couldn't be any simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash CoreGaming. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash CoreGaming. Give it a shot. You'll be happy you tried. We're back, everybody. Uh, uh, We've taken our break, and that means it's time for us to talk about the games we played, if I don't choke to death, Uh, like this right here. Whoops. Oh, shit. Where is it? When I first saw John's little boy uh, during the break, I saw him, and I had a little cute quick inhale, and I think I got a little chunk of something just went right back in my throat, and
2: I... Oh, no. He's after you. He's after you. he's been
1: after me the whole time. All right, uh, let's get to it. I played... I did weird things this week, you guys, and so before we get to that, let's talk about what you guys had a shared experience with, a game that is currently sitting on my Xbox uh, Series X, waiting to be played... For whatever reason I haven't hit play yet. I'll try to explain later. But you guys played Midnight Suns. What do you think of Midnight Suns?
2: Yeah. yeah, we did.
1: Yeah. Who wants to start? Uh, John, you want to talk about it?
2: Bo do you want to talk about it first?
3: Uh yeah, I can go first. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Just Midnight Suns, we- baby. So uh so I don't play uh, a lot of the um Marvel stuff that comes out, so I don't have a good frame of reference. But let me say the production value on this thing is, uh, Uh, I think maybe there's some criticisms or maybe I feel like if I was to play like the actual PlayStation Spider-Man, I would be like, oh, this isn't as good as that or something. That's why I say that. But like, I haven't really played any of those games. I think for a card game, you know, we talk about Slay the Spire and the art not being the best. This is the best animated card game I've ever played. Like, and not only best animated, most robust like RPG visual novel business uh, trappings that surround it almost a little too much. But, oh, um, interesting! It's fun to have card abilities like knockback because superheroes punch hard and punch th- into people into telephone poles. That's a keyword ability. You're not going to get that in your hearthstone, no matter how much they animate the cards to make it look like trample does trample damage. And they put a big footprint on the card, uh, to have an avatar to have Spider-Man like his is one of my favorites where he thwips in the air and pulls himself towards the enemy and smashes him as hard as he can. Um, is extremely satisfying to watch and to play. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot to say about the game, so I don't know how deep we want to go into it, but the production value is good. The mechanics are interesting because of it, so it's like tactical mechanics. Setting up positioning is a little awkward because you, you can move the characters, though, and that gets better. Um, I think I had misgivings at first because it's a bit of a glacial pace to unlock the cool, Like, it's a lot of talk. There's a lot of dialogue in this game. And I would say, you know, the um, Abbey, which is like your XCOM base, but for superheroes, I sort of wish it was more like XCOM where I didn't walk through it and explore it. I kind of would like to just have the little buildings and see all the little people. Like, I would like more of a management sim versus being in it. And then still do the cutscenes. But, apart from that uh it this is really really solid game <laughs> This is a really good game. I think it's been reviewed a little on the low side, and I think it's just because there's so much visual novel dialogue that that like I said, I had misgivings the first little hump, but once you start doing side missions and doing what you want, it's fun to just go out and spam missions it's 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 a good time. I've heard so
1: actual reviews like from you know, reputable review sources—they all seem pretty glowing about it. It's always just been players who come to me and go, it,
3: "It's in the seven-eight range with like the IGNs and stuff yeah, like that that I picked bad. up." And I'm like, "This is maybe don't give it a ten. Maybe it's not a masterpiece, but it's a solid. Not this is really good. Yeah, um, it's it's not a roguelike. Um It's like XCOM. It's a campaign sort of thing. Maybe the randomness of the missions in XCOM is not as present, but." I'm still in part one. I've played 10 or 20 hours. I'm not even through the first part yet. So that's how much freaking dialogue is in this game. And I think the um, the superheroes themselves are hit and miss uh, with their renditions. Like, I didn't like Doctor Strange at first because they made him an old, f- he's arrogant, but he's kind of like a Gandalf, like an older one. But Then I like the take on it. But, you know, I don't like Agatha. I'm just like, I, I didn't need this NPC. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I don't know. Some <laughs> stuff I could take it or leave it, but... But it's a cracking good time, man. I really like it. John, are you? Uh, hey, John,
1: are yeah, you in accordance you with the uh, Bo's take? Do you like
2: it? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a really good way to look at it. And I think looking at it as like a tactical card battler over, because I think a lot of people that judge like graphically and fidelity wise, I feel like a lot of those people are judging it on the merits of like an action game. You know, kind of like Bo said. Right. Like, how does this hold up to Spider-Man on the PlayStation? It's like, well, it's a completely different style game and I don't I think it's more fair to compare it to you know maybe XCOM but I think you could also compare it to card battlers and say like how does it compare to that and in the in that camp it looks phenomenal um I think this game is really good uh like Bo I think my early time with it I was like boy did the developers just not realize how fun their game was because It does feel like they put a lot of barriers in between you and playing the game, which the card fighting game elements of this are so good. Like the tactical battles are so good. I just want to sit there and spam them. And smartly, um, I think they did have faith in how good their game was, because unlike some of the stuff they've done with XCOM where you get punished for just spamming mission after mission after mission like they they loved in XCOM 1 and 2 to kind of have this ticking clock in the background yeah. that Doomsday would kind of clock, force you yeah, yeah. yeah to, to force you into the next story mission this game doesn't do that and i'm so thankful for it because i have not been playing this game primarily for the story i've been playing it because i just love playing this game like it is an extremely fun tactics game the characters are really good and really different and i like seeing what they're going to bring to the party i definitely have favorites i have ones i prefer to bring than others but Um, I also think you know the character you play as, the Hunter, is a really cool character. Um, I really like Spider-Man. I really like Iron Man. I like the way that they they make them different. It's not just the cards they get. um, They also have traits, so you can do a thing where you can redraw cards, but with Iron Man, a lot of his cards have redraw abilities where you don't actually lose the card, but by wasting your redraw on his cards, you make them more powerful, and... It's little mechanics like that that make the heroes feel different and kind of change who's with you, changes the gameplay. Um, I will also echo the story stuff is kind of hit and miss. Honestly, I skipped through a lot of it. Um, and I, you know, I say that as somebody that does like story in video games, but a lot of this does feel a lot like hey, don't you want to be buddies with Spider-Man? It's like, yeah, I do. But I don't necessarily need to see the fifth scene of me hanging out with Spider-Man playing video games. Like, I'm kind of good. Well, let me It ask definitely you has the
3: vibe of, like, uh, you know, we made this game for people who don't have friends in real life so they can experience the magic of having <laughs> friends. <laughs> having real
0: yeah, friends yeah. And,
3: of and, and your friends are Tony Stark and Peter Parker and all the coolest people in the universe. And it's a it's a little cringe when it gets that way, you know. And it, like, you know, you got to find out why magic's, you know, depressed. And, and you, you're like, you're not talking to people. What's going on? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. And you're like, okay, I got to try and break down it, like, break down her barrier. And some of the responses give you light points or dark points or friendship points. And I hate that that tension between the gamer brain wanting to get the points. Yeah. But answering something I hate, or actually, you know, maybe being a dick in a situation, but then getting punished because I'm not focusing on my build or something, I've chosen to just ignore it now. I'm just like, I just respond with whatever option I want to. I don't I
2: care think that's, person. but I think that's what's smart about how they built it, because I think it's actually built with that in mind. Like, as far as I know, I could be wrong by the time I get there. So again, grain of salt with what I'm about to say. But as far as I know, the light and dark are only there to deal with the cards that the hunter gets and perks around the cards. It's not like a light ending, dark ending, as far mm-hmm. as I know.
3: I don't I don't wouldn't I don't know yet. But you I definitely. Wouldn't put a- it,
2: I wouldn't put it past them, but from what I have heard, it sounds like that's the case. Okay. And uh but I'll know when I get there. But I like it because it, it made me feel free to kind of go the way I wanted to go and I very quickly realized like oh you know what it's not worth worrying about and it's not a sliding scale it's not like oh I got points in dark now I'm slipping back down on the dark side it's you just accumulate points in the area that you want to and so I quickly learned that it's not particularly a bad thing if magic wants to hear the emo responses to all her for her comments. It's fine if I pick those, if I feel like it. And you know what? If I don't feel like it and I want to pick those comments, then I can just be okay with the fact that Magic and I aren't going to get along. You don't get along with everybody you meet in real life. You don't have to get along with your entire team. And even they don't, you know, there's stress between the Avengers and the Midnight Suns, like, there's there's a drama there which I actually think drama. that like, particular and, story is and,
3: okay. Maybe I'm not as far as you but the drama so far has been they don't want to hang out and watch movies with us or you know Tony and <laughs> t- Tony and, Tony and Stephen are like working on science projects and, and like Nico's like yeah, they think they're better than us because they're doing all this thing. Who do they think they are coming to the Abbey and taking over? We just like to hang out and watch movies man. And I'm like okay. <laughs> like uh, I would say, though, that some of the Tony, so the Tony and Stephen Strange stuff feels very MCU in their relationship, but it, that part's well, like, I laughed out loud at a certain moments, like the Dr. Spooky line and stuff, because you wake up as a total noob, so Tony's like, I'm Tony Stark, and this is Dr. Spooky, and then your character is all, hello, Dr. Spooky, nice to meet you, and I just found myself chuckling over that pretty, like, you know, standard like, it's expected, but I was laughing anyways, I guess. Like, yeah. it's just well-performed, like, still, so. Can you can
1: I you skip this stuff, like, this story stuff? Yes. Can I skip yes, it and just can. play the game? You can
2: skip every cutscene, and you can be through every dialogue if it's just a, a standard talk. So okay. if you read faster than their delivery and you just want to read and, like, just give me the gist, you can just, you know, press B through it and read along with and it, it and go, the, ah, I kind of get what's going on.
3: The, okay. the thing that happens is that it does lessen. Uh, it does lessen up. And some of the relationships, okay. I'm curious to find out where Blade goes with his crush on Captain Marvel.
2: I really liked Blade. Like, that's the thing. Some Blade is great. Are, are Blade, likeable. Yes, yes. Blade is awesome. I liked He's magic. the best one. I actually I don't like Tony Stark that much. I, I think it's in his delivery. He feels a little too, I'm trying to do a bad Robert Downey Jr. And I, yeah, I kind of wish yeah. he would just pull it back a little and just be, be someone different. But... um you know, Wolverine is Steve Bloom. <laughs> to shock anybody, but well, I, haven't exactly, gotten that. I haven't gotten it's Wolverine. Exactly yet. who you think he'll be. Like and okay. so some that's of not, the characters are Bloom, perfect.
3: Steve Bloom's a great, great uh it's a classic soul food delicious voice actor for a kid. Yeah,
2: and he, I think I'm he, he plays it. Wolverine regularly, and it's like, okay. yep, that's perfect. That's fit that's fitting. That's who I want to hear. Um so it's it's really well-performed, um, but I think, you know, there will be characters you enjoy hanging out with and spending time with, and there will be characters that you don't. But that aspect of it is pretty, like, you can ignore it pretty well. In fact, I, I could be wrong, Bo. maybe you remember seeing this or not, but I think there's even a pop-up about the Abbey that tells you, like, You have now explored the amount of the Abbey that the game is going to require you to. Everything else beyond this point is optional. And I thought that was nice, but I actually like exploring the Abbey and doing it. And I I think, like, going around and finding things, it's almost like the Mortal Kombat crypt.
3: Oh, it's going to ask. It sounds like that's what you're describing. It's totally the crypt. It's totally the crypt. Yeah. But um, not as not as many boxes. Like it is more story. There's some story stuff and all that. But yeah, it's the crypt.
2: But I have a lot of fun with that. It's it's a nice distraction. Um, but yeah, early in the game, I spent a lot of time wishing I could get into the combat faster. But it does speed up, and once it does, and also your abilities in combat get better. Like that's the other thing to clarify is like the first few hours in this game are still good like i loved the combat from the jump but no going in it gets better like you get more abilities to deal with more situations you get more dynamic cards you get the ability to just shove people (laughs) combos are great i love combos yeah, one of the early things I tried doing was I tried throwing an enemy into one of my allies, assuming my ally would punch him in the face, and I hurt the enemy and my ally, and I was like, oh, that kind of sucks, and wouldn't you know, a little bit into the game, I got the ability where they will do exactly that, and if you push yeah, a, an enemy yeah. into an ally, they'll punch him in the face. They'll do the superhero like, thing.
3: Throw the, throw the bad guy, and the other hero punches him in the midair. Yeah,
2: yep, it's, it's, it's good, and I will tell you, like, nothing is more satisfying... Then I was on a rooftop mission, and as Iron Man, I walked over to just this big piece of metal. It might have been like a, like an air conditioning unit or something like that. And Iron Man just walks over to it and kicked it in a straight line, and it went through two enemies, knocked them both through the barrier around the edge of the roof and off the roof. And it felt like the coolest moment in in gaming for me. I was just like, oh my gosh, this was awesome. This was so cool. Like, the the combat is really, really good. Um, I like
3: the pit mechanics. There's lots of pits. Like, whether it's off the side of a building or Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider has holes. Have you played a lot with Magic? She's awesome. So Magic's mutant ability, I guess, is to make portals. Yeah. So you can do the portal thing by making a portal. Like, let's say... You just for free lay down a portal in front of like an air conditioner. And then when you smack them with your sword, you knock them through a, another portal you make. And portal style, they shoot out the other portal and hit the thing. And I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm thinking with portals in this game. It's it's really, it's well done. And there's a good big stable of heroes. They have a wide range of cards. They're all upgradable. The upgrade systems are pretty robust. It's, it's a fantastic game. Oh my god!
1: All right, yeah. I, I'll, I'll pull it. the damn trigger. I just didn't play it yet because I was I wanted to hear what
3: you guys thought first. Play it. it like I had misgivings. Like the beginning is going to be it's long. I feel for me like it was ten hours before I was like finally into side missions. But I was listening I, listening to a lot of the dialogue and stuff. I was like, there might be clues or something. But um, yeah.
1: I did that thing where I downloaded it, pre-downloaded it on the Series X, and if you do that, you don't have to pay until you launch it. And so oh. it's just sitting there waiting to go. So I could eat like if you guys said, "Oh, this game sucks, Scott. Don't bother with it." I could just delete it.
3: But no, no uh, if you want to play uh, a really great card, you're gonna love this game. You like you I like do. superheroes. You like video games like this. I like you're card gonna, games. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna like it. Does a lot,
1: it have a I long think. tail? Like outside of just the story, when you're done, what is there any kind of like? Hey, I can keep going. I, I don't, or, don't
2: know. No, I've heard yet. it.
3: I've heard okay. the campaign is like 70 hours. So I've
2: played 28 hours and I'm, I don't have the full team yet.
3: Okay. Yeah. Like, this is a full RPG like purchase. Okay. That's why you're paying so it's the a box big price. Game. So you're going to get a lot of, con- it's a big meal. It's a big, big.
2: I just got a new character and he's still, I think I still have two more to unlock and I'm 28 hours into this thing. So wow. There's a lot of game there. Um, I did see chat asking about the Steam Deck, so they actually posted this, and this is what they wrote about it. So you can play it on the Steam Deck. I have. It's a little... There are some issues, Um, and I've heard people saying that it's crashing for them. I didn't have any crashes, but I did have a problem where the cursor kept constantly popping up, and then I'd have to go into a mouse mode and move the cursor, and then from being in the middle of the screen, and then go back to playing with controls. But this is what they said. Uh, From the dev team, Marvel's Midnight Suns does not feature optimizations for Steam Deck at the moment and is not verified for the platform. It is something we are investigating and will share further news once available. Related to the above, some users have reported issues when it comes to their cloud saves transferring across PC and Steam Deck. This is something we are investigating as part of our broader look into Steam Deck optimizations. And I can confirm that my saves did not carry over when I played on Steam Deck. Oh, they didn't? Um, Okay. I hadn't heard that. So... Uh, but I did play. I did play it on the Steam Deck, and the little bit I played played fine. So, when they do that, I think this will be a great Steam Deck game. Um, yeah. But it's not a hundred percent there yet.
1: Well, you've you've what you've done is you've you've you, so far you guys have better explained to me what this actually is and what it sounds like to me is just like a it's not XCOM is there's some lineage there but it's less XCOM and more smart card battler. That's what it sounds
2: like. Yeah, it's like uh, imagine a, imagine a a really robust 3D card battler with XCOM type mechanics built into it. Yeah, and then when you're not doing that, picture running around on the Normandy and Mass Effect. Yeah. And then also running around the crypt in Mortal Kombat. And you basically know the three components of this okay. game. It okay. is those three things.
1: Those are components I'm fine with. That sounds all right. And knowing that I don't have to, if the story's dragon, I can skip through a lot Let's of it.
3: Let's go straight to the mission table. That stuff too, a lot of it's to unlock gloss. And stuff to buy with gloss. Which is cosmetics for you and the superheroes. So, right. And like you have a room that you can decorate or not, <laughs> like you know. Yeah, so, like, it's really up to you. A, a lot of that exploration stuff is for side business. Yeah. It also has um, difficulty slider, a la Diablo. So, oh, nice. You can crank up the difficulty, which basically the reward
2: is more gloss right um so the, the game <laughs> keeps telling me i need to up the difficulty and i'm on heroic one right now and i'm like no i'm happy i'm happy I'm on heroic right. one but like i did a mission and it came back and it's like you should be on heroic three and i was like i don't want to be it's hard enough i still, enough, I still feel
3: like and that's the <laughs> other thing is the, the matches i don't i haven't failed very many but I still find them challenging in mm-hmm. the sense that I'm still learning the mechanics. Because, again, there's knockback, but then there's, like... An forceful upgrade, like, knockback. Forceful knockback. Yeah. And I, I'm always, like, a little unclear on the difference because it's not like a, that gives me plus one and this gives me plus four. It's like a physics-based calculation on the map. So I'm like, forceful knockback is even stronger and I you know I'm still just like I make mistakes right where I'm like oh okay I'm still like figuring out rules
2: Yeah it took me uh, a bunch of tries with magic's portal it didn't it didn't make sense to me yeah, at first same, I was like same. I was like I'll put it here cuz then mm-hmm. I can knock a lot of things into it I didn't realize that that was the exit point for her portal and that yes, it would be aimed that. at what I told it to be aimed at cuz the first time I thought that would be what I punched them through and That's not how it worked. And then the second time I was like, oh, well there's lots of things around this portal. So this is a great place to drop it. And then I knocked him through and he didn't hit anything because I didn't realize I also had to decide what they hit when they come out the other side.
3: The game definitely needs a hero try mode available right from the start where you can just take it in and hit a dummy and you you get
2: it. it, But I unlocked it at a point where it was no longer useful to me. In fact, they literally once they hit a certain level, you can't take heroes in there. Oh, you do I get had one I have, at that level. Yeah, you but go to a, limbo and just train with characters constantly. Oh, I think
3: I. Oh, I think I just unlocked that, but I didn't. No, because there's also these special mission, the puzzle missions. Is that limbo? No, so that's I, something different. Okay, that's to get your I,
2: Midnight I, Sun's armor. Which oh, okay, I didn't yeah. Want so I
3: remember. did the first. I did the first one. It felt like I was doing pool because you got to not. You got to figure out how to use the force, the knockbacks and movements like. It's tricky the way it works because you can't... Well, in that puzzle, you can't just move. And you can't really move a lot. You have to, like, use the ability, and it shows you where you'll be positioned at the end of the ability. So you kind of got to do a bit of, like, tactical thinking along those lines. It's it's different and new, so it's, it's adjustments to hmm. be done. Yeah. Well, Great game, awesome. Scott. It's play it. Sounds Super good. cool game. All I right.
2: highly recommend it. I love it. No regrets. Zero, full
3: price purchase Zero regrets. This is... I'm, you know... <laughs> Loving it. What is
1: this thing? Seventy bucks, sixty nine US, I think. Isn't that the deal? It's pretty expensive, but that's the new thing, right? That's everyone's new price. Are those less? Yeah. Steam, Steam I 10 mean, bucks you can less? do
2: the more expensive options and get DLC, but I will say, like the default suits for the heroes are probably the best. And there's a lot in there, yeah. so. I would say, you know, don't feel pressured. Like, I'm not going to get the cool costumes if I don't do it. Like, there's a lot of stuff in there. And they give you lots of ways to customize your character. So you can, you don't have to look one set way. Like, they give you lots of hoods. And, like, it's almost like a weird character creator mode. But you unlock it later in the game instead of right up front.
3: Yeah, it it is weird, right? So you can set your basic features. And then you unlock cosmetic the cosmetic adjustments you'd make in a character creator and can change anytime. Except like yeah. you can't change your gender, I think that's about it.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, I'm convinced now. You guys did it. Nice job. Great for, for Great. Axis yeah. Owes yeah. Don't, your money.
3: Don't regret it. And it's for Axis. Like it's got the it's got the stamp of their quality yeah, the quality for of... Axis
1: release. Somebody was arguing with me how you say it. Well, you guys say for Axis, right? Yeah. Somebody told me it's fire Axis.
2: Well, I think no it's e. for Axis. Yeah. That's what
1: I thought. I never, it's never for Axis. Okay, I,
2: I I would bet my life on it. <laughs> wow,
1: That's a, you, you don't have to quite do that. But yes, I think uh, unless someone has information to the contrary, we're all going with for All right, so I'll just take it for what it's worth.
2: Oh wait a minute, St- Ziggurat in the chat says Deadpool, Venom, Morbius, and Storm will arrive in future DLCs. Yep sounds pretty good well you can that's a good roster that's a good roster of characters i love this by the way yeah
3: venom's a bad guy i don't know who all the bad guys the only one i fought is venom but you have these boss monsters which are the enemy supervillains. and the way they handled venom was awesome anyways so did you and they
2: show up on side missions which can really piss you off it's like I'm just going to take this easy side mission, get some sweet Intel caches and it'll be easy. I'll take my low level characters and then Venom shows up and is like, yeah, this mission's going to get a whole hell of a lot harder <laughs> hard to kill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our, uh, gen one, d- d- uh, uh, Avengers around like Steve Rogers and freaking the
2: Hulk uh, and all that. Yeah. I don't think it's too spoilery to say I just unlocked in the- America. Okay.
3: Yeah. I know. I know the roster. Cause I looked it up ahead of time. It doesn't yeah. spoil anything. I just wanted to know. Yeah. <laughs> It's a uh, Wolverine. The uh, list is Wolverine, uh, Spider Man, the Hulk, Scarlet Ma- Witch, Scarlet Witch, Blade. Blade's awesome. Captain America, Captain Marvel, Wolverine. Yeah. Magic. Uh, then you got the Magic Ghost Rider, Magic um, Ghost Rider, Nico Minoru from the Runaways. Yeah, Minoru, uh, and um, who's the last? Oh, Blade was the last. Midnight. Wait, they have a Runaways um, character. That's
2: great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nico, she's got the Nico. staff of one and all of that. Ah, it's great. that's
3: cool. I love Runaways. Yeah, yeah Runaways she has like awesome. she has a random thing. Um, she's the random character because she can only. Isn't I that guess, a Brian K. Most... Vaughn thing,
1: Runaways? It was right runaways comic i think that was brian i never
3: read it but the way she talked about it, it sounded like it was really messed up it, it's
2: awesome runaways is a super good comic
3: yeah
1: oh it is brian K. Vaughn. i love his stuff
3: oh my yeah gosh.
2: it's it's really stellar I all love right runaways. i'm
1: in i'm all in well let me tell you all my dumb shit then that i did instead because i got real dumb for a bit there and i've also been really busy this card game thing's ramping up i got my test deck in i've
3: been murder.
1: i've been doing all kinds of ads to it. i made it I made it ready for bl- uh, colorblind people. I did that all yesterday.
3: Oh, oh nice. Awesome. Yeah,
1: That's awesome. I feel pretty good about that because it's kind of color dependent. The first game I did wasn't so much. This is, and I didn't want people to feel like high contrast. So. Uh, no, I just did uh, some symbology symbol stuff um, <laughs> on Twitter. The other day I put up a bunch of symbols and said, Can someone please tell me if any of these mean anything shitty right now. Like, does this symbol mean <laughs> white power or some bullshit? And everyone came back with different things. And I went, you know what I'm yeah. going to do? I'm going to go Turns with, out, like... Turns out
2: a lot of assholes are ruining a lot of things for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. So I went with, like, triangles. Uh, uh, what's the five-sided one? Uh, I can't think of what a five-sided shape this is. a triangle and a Illuminati symbol. <laughs> well, see... I'm going with the most basic stuff possible that sure somebody somewhere is taken somewhere, but it's way less than like these <laughs> No squares, no symbols.
3: rectangles, no yeah. circles, no the triangles, point no, no is heck of that be drawn.
2: <laughs> You tried. There is clear evidence that you tried. Yes. And while you're never gonna make everybody happy, at least the majority can look at it and know you put effort in Yes,
1: and if they don't like it, they can all take a giant dive. Um anyway, so I the games I did play. It's a little bit weird. I even threatened to do this last week because I got in the mood. All this talk about um, uh, Kojima and talking about the Metal Gear series and everything. It got me in the mood to play Phantom Pain, Metal Gear 5, Phantom Pain. So I did. And I started a fresh run in that. I forgot how whacked out and awesome that introduction is in that game. It's so
2: amazing. Good. The music is awesome.
1: Oh, it's so good. And it's so weird. And so like the giant flaming whale in the sky and all that stuff, it's just so weird, but I love it. Um, and uh, I played that a whole bunch and I'm doing missions and, you know. Did you
2: change your helicopter music? I
1: did. <laughs> I changed What'd it. it? I what did you make it? I told you I it? did it that Doom music, that Rip and Tear song. Nice. Yeah, it was good. So I did that. Uh, <laughs> I got, um, I've already unlocked more music from just doing missions than I ever, I used to be bad at knowing where the boom boxes were. So I was never getting the extra tapes, but now I'm way I have way more tapes than I did in my last playthrough on that game. Anyway, it is one of the best stealth action games ever ever made. And the one aspect of it which I never get tired of is attaching a balloon to anything and watching it fly up into the sky especially a guy who goes Wah! and then wakes up three other guards <laughs> or whatever sheep. and sheep. It's the best. It's freaking a the best. whole
2: shipping container, which just feels cool. It
1: does. And it gives you great resources. Great to do those uh, things. I'm not super far in the story. I'm mostly just knocking out missions, but I'd really like phantom pain a lot. In fact, that was what I was doing with my steam deck hardcore until it broke or until I broke the stick. And, uh, I'll have to wait until it gets back, but it you know plays fine on Steam. But anyway, I was doing that. The other thing I did is I've been playing a bunch of Witcher Three in anticipation for this patch that comes out on the fourteenth. Um, the patch is impressive. If you've seen any YouTube video, like the the folks over at, um, it's the Forge people. What are they called? Digital no, something Forge.
2: Ah. Digital Foundry. Foundry. That's what I meant. Yeah.
1: They. Uh, they keep doing like side-by-side stuff, original gen now with the patch, that sort of thing. Um, some of it's, you know, negligible, but like up close 4k textures on all his armor and stuff. Uh, some, some, uh, ray tracing effects have been added in there. They're adding in, um, uh, a, a cross save mode, kind of like they did with cyberpunk. So you'll be able to play this wherever you own the witcher and carry your saves everywhere you go. um, I don't know why I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited.
2: It about, looks good. It's a great game. Yeah.
1: I just want to play it again. So I, that's a game I started over. And it still looks good even in its current state, of course. um, But I'm just excited. I don't know why. I'm excited to get back into it, dude. girl to Rivia and I are about to become best friends again. And I'm going to play the shit out of that game this uh, for the rest of the winter. I just feel it. I can feel it. So I did a bunch of that. And the new game that I played this week uh is called Gunlocked, and you know how I like the survivors likes that are often not vampire Survivor itself uh I found one that I think might appeal to some people who don't want to run around in an arena uh to play one of these games. This game is like um think Galaga in terms of presentation it's old eight bit looking graphics, and you're scrolling upward, or I should say it's scrolling down and you're moving upward. And like Galaga, you have a little bit of vertical movement and, uh, of course, side-to-side movement. And your ship, like these Survivor likes, is shooting out a bunch of shit to kill things. And you upgrade them every time you get more XP and, and upgrade. It's that model of the game. But there's something about it scrolling and a bunch of uh, um, uh, meteors getting in your way and having to avoid those because you can't blow a lot of those up. Um it's rad. It's a rad little game and it just it just came out of uh for, or out of uh early access, which is uh cool if you're going to get into it now it's only 4 bucks. Uh I would recommend checking that out.
3: Oh, it, gunlocked.
1: Gunlocked. Yeah. Small team, okay. fun. It's got all the it's got all the stuff you want out of one of these, but I just think their presentation's a little bit more unique than most and there's oh, a that ton of shit to do. Yeah,
3: it's the it's a combination of bullet hell and survivors game, is Yeah,
1: right? yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, they all kind of are that, but uh, i see if I can find a,
3: no, but additive. it evokes like a, a classic space shooter. Yes. Game.
1: Very Galaga, very Galaxian, very, you know, that kind of era of whatever um, the different ships do different things. Like it's actually confusing at first because the first game or the first ship is a scanner device that sweeps and then locks onto targets as it sweeps over them. And then you fire out uh, homing missiles, and it kills those. Oh. Uh, the next ship you get, though, has like a rail gun. It's a little bit more traditional, like a forward-firing one. But it's like these Survivor games. it's still so, the, This stuff's kind of based on, on uh, a timed rotation. You got a little cooldown thing off to the left. You have augmentations, utilities, and weapons that you're trying to unlock. Um, you can swap some of those out. I think the presentation's cool. The music's nice. It's just a fun little... Little one of these, and it's under five bucks. So how can you go wrong? Oh, this was the game. How this is the game where I found out the Steam Deck was broken because I went to go install it on there, sat down next to my wife, and then just instinctively my thumbs go up to the sticks to kind of just you know here I am on the thing. I'm gonna move these sticks around, and that stick didn't move, and I felt weird. And I went ah, I actually made that sound. I went ah. <laughs> Kim goes, "What's the matter?" I go, "Look at this," and she's like, "What the frick did you do?" And that's how the whole thing started. But. Anyway, yeah, it I played wasn't the-, the usual
3: novel. Got it.
1: <laughs> so I played this a bunch on PC afterwards, and really liked it. And uh, you know, if you like these, you already know you're probably gonna like this. So uh, definitely worth checking out. John, uh, more Fortnite. Well, how's the new? I, sorry, I keep hearing the new engine stuff. The five one uh, Unreal Engine update is like beautiful
2: in that. It game. looks really good. So yeah, Fortnite went into a new uh, a new season. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do so they do seasons, which are like big, massive changes, and they do chapters, which are sort of incremental changes. So this is the this is the fourth season. It's a brand new map. Um, they're now using the latest Unreal Engine uh, effects, so it's the game looks really you know, really good. It still looks like Fortnite, like it still has that style. Um, but uh, it it looks impressive. It's a very different feel and vibe to it. Um, the new season comes with a lot of you know cool new battle pass stuff. So you've got uh, right now Doom Guy is in there. The Doom Slayer is a is a skin you can get in there, and uh, the other big one is Geralt of Rivia is going to be coming. Uh, he's not in it yet, but he will be there. Um,
1: they showed him at the Game Awards yesterday he looked good. Looked real
0: good.
2: Yeah, he actually looks really good in Fortnite. Sometimes you see things in Fortnite and you're like, ooh, that didn't make the transition over very well.
0: Yeah.
2: Um Geralt actually looks really good, as does the Doom Slayer. Um and the new season, I mean it's taken some adjusting. Like, you know, you get very used to playing one particular way that works for you, and all of a sudden, you know, I liked sniper rifles last uh, last season. And there are almost no sniper rifles in the game anymore. Oh my gosh. One. And it's a DMR and it doesn't work the same way as a sniper rifle. So all of a sudden, Oh, I got it the other way around. It's chapter four, season one. So chapters are the big updates. Seasons are the smaller ones. Are people Um, pissed about the the
1: sniper gun thing? Does that make people mad?
2: I don't know. People get mad at about it. That's true. I guess. Um, (laughs) but, uh, I, you know, I just look at it as a, you know, it's a change. Like, I would get very sick of this game if I just played it the exact same way all the time. And that's kind of what was happening. I finished the last battle pass and I wasn't having a lot of reason to log in. It's like, yeah, I kind of found where I like to drop what I like to do. Now it's all gone so i have to kind of rediscover that but they've put some cool new weapons in there there's a giant gravity hammer that you can use as both a traversal weapon and as a um and as a big way to just slam people but you can also bounce around the map on it so it's a lot more mobile in that sense they have a thing called the excalibur which is a it uses shotgun ammo but it is a gun that fires a sword it's a precision weapon but it has once it hits, there's a momentary delay, and then it explodes, and it does shotgun level damage to it. And I love it. I love this gun. It's so it's so fun to play with. Um still doing the no build mode. I, I think that's going to be just an ongoing staple. Um, my understanding is that it's very popular. I don't know what you're looking at, but I see Geralt headbanging, and it's yeah, pretty good. We're looking at all um, of his
1: uh, all of his emotes. Which is there are some dumb ones in here for sure.
2: So uh <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fun new season. I'm having a good time with it. Um I'm I went from feeling like I was pretty good at Fortnite to feeling like I'm awful at Fortnite. So it's kind of fun to to get good at it again. Um But uh I did do I do wanna mention I did the event. You know, we talked about this that they do They do one-time events, and what is the value in doing an event where it's like you're either there and you participate and you see it, or you're not, and it's gone and you're never going to see it again. And I think the idea for that kind of content is really cool, but I did it, and I dropped connection in the middle of it. They had server issues, and I got dropped from the server, and I couldn't log back in, and so I missed the one-time event.
1: You had to so tune in and watch uh, watch uh, Ninja do it or something, right?
2: Yeah, I watched Ninja do it because I was just like, <coughs> what happens? Because I was in the middle of it. I was doing it, and I was like, I need to know what happens. I need to see where this is going. Um, and his stream was like at the top of the list. I clicked it, and I was just like, all right, I guess I'll watch Ninja do it. Now, people are telling me it was underwhelming, but that's not the point. It doesn't matter if the event was phenomenal or terrible. The idea of one-and-done content is a really cool idea, but at its core, it has to work. Yeah. So again, it doesn't matter if it's phenomenal content or the worst content in the world. If you're going to do it, it has to work for people. So they need to figure that out because you should walk away from those events going, man, that was really cool. Not, boy, I wish I could have participated in it.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. I still think it's really cool they do them, but that shows some of the seams. It's not perfect yet. You know, we still have to rely on the internet, blah, blah, blah uh very nice bow satisfactory with mike how satisfactory was it
3: um i didn't play too too much but it was satisfactory i like with, satisfactory. the amount i did play it's fun. it reminded me a lot of dyson except in first person view and mm. with multiplayer yeah um so it's a non-violent game there's some animals that attack you like no man's sky style but it's very easy But I finally pulled the trigger on it, and so far I liked it. You know, the kind of activities you get up to with your friends are, let's mine this ore. Let's make a conveyor belt so that we can refine the ore. Let's put the ore in a storage bin. I've got copper. uh, What are we working with? Copper? Iron. Copper, iron. Iron. And uh, whatever I used to make asphalt, which I think is limestone. Oh, limestone. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, And it feels like there's, you know, if Dyson's any indication... Still a lot more to go on the tech tree. Oh, yeah. But works really well. The multiplayer is really fantastic. And um, he's got a young one who's getting into video games. Don't tell anyone, but his son is getting a Switch this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, And so he's opening the floodgates for the video games for the young lad, uh, who pretty much most only plays Minecraft, which is kind of in the same vein. And he saw Dad playing this. And went, Dad, what is this? (laughs) And I think their father's sunning it up. Uh, and I think Mike's happy about that because he's not a big fan of the violent games so much. So it's kind of nice sure. when your kid wants to make uh, make um, iron ore with you. <laughs> oh, like you I know, don't know if you guys saw this. In a better. virtual world. So I had a good impression overall with this game just based on even that. Yeah. Um, and I didn't play it too, too much, but I was glad I finally got to try it.
1: Our um, mutual friend Bill Duran made a helmet and suit out of this and then wore it at, at DragonCon. It is so good. So you know the guy in the when you launch the game, I don't know yeah. if you play in, I think you can play it in third person, but when you see Mike running around, um yeah. that suit and that helmet and everything, like he There's got a into
3: distinct this. uh spaceman generic. like don't know the identity spaceman yeah. Look, yeah, look Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. Really cool helmets, though. But anyway, it's a, it's a rad game. You're making me want to get it. I back saw out. that you could make a ghetto blaster at one point in the trailer. I haven't gotten there yet. It's like he's walking around with the ghetto blaster on his shoulder. And yeah. I'm like, you can make a tape deck in this game. I want it. I want it. There's like new, uh,
1: nuclear power, there's trains that are powered by. Uh, the nuclear stuff you do—it's cool. The game's got some deep stuff in it. It's pretty neat.
3: Yeah, and we made the mistake of starting our build in the side of a mountain, and it's hard to see things visually because it's on a slope. Yeah. I'm like classic, Mike. Mike actually builds things in real life. Like yeah. he's a—he left a well-paying job to be a handyman, so he just will. Do you need your yard leveled? Need some fence? Like he just does that. Like so much other it. things, but he likes to build. So this game was it. I basically fed him catnip with this. I think <laughs> he, he, may, he, may, he may be playing nonstop and we might have to do an intervention already, but um, it's satisfactory, is a solid video game. It's cool.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they're ever going to get out of early access, though. It's been in there for
3: four or five years almost. Update seven just came out. I mean, that's the kind of game that can just stay in early access forever. Like, in a weird way, No Man's Sky has been in early access and still is because it's still you know like what does it mean right Mm -hmm. there's a to me it seems like there's enough in there to justify lots of hours of play and i will say another game on my list that i ended up playing a lot of even though i had midnight suns and dark tide to play as i'm still jonesing for good old dyson sphere program oh yeah because i had to restart my game because if you play with limited resources, they eventually run out. And when you're in five different solar systems and you're trying to figure out what planets have run out of what resources, I don't play at that pace. I'm not trying to speed run it. So I started a new game with just infinite nodes, so I could just build and casually, like I'll get up and do some play Marvel Snap while my research is running. You know, I like I like to leave the simulation just run yeah. like it's an aquarium, right? right? So running out of crystals is not great for that kind of gameplay so i am starting a new one based on infinite and i am yet again i've never that i've gotten like 80 percent done the tech tree that last 20 percent requires intergalactic herculean effort yeah uh to to attain uh what's going on
1: is it still they got the cheesy VO guy all through it all at the higher yes. levels?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the best. I want him in everything at this point. And the writer, whoever yeah. did the translation, it's so bad. Beautiful. It's so good though. I love it. Yeah. Anyways, that game continues to tickle my fancy quite a nice. Bit. Um, yeah, and then I fancy. played Dark Tide some more, of course. Uh, oh yeah, Dark Tide game is just fun, and I look forward to playing with you guys. If you want to play, I guess I can't call it a Rat Game. Call it what is it? Uh, it's game. it's game it's Nurgle's uh, people have f- corrupted by the Nurgle business Nurgle game Shooty game Nurgle game Nurgle okay. game It sounds weird to say
1: Uh well all right that sounds awesome Hey guess what good news America and beyond uh Jamie did a mashup for us he's leading us up to the end of the year with a bunch of specials but I think this marks our last one before we get into the like bow special John special Scott special And um, this one uh, today is called Canis Clitoris, which, according to the votes, everybody thinks Bo said. He has 58% of the vote. I I voted for Bo.
3: Did you? Okay, I did as well.
2: I don't remember who said it, but it sounds like a Bo. Ism.
3: agreed john is 13 i can't imagine myself saying canis clitoris Clint, can I, what would uh, what does that even mean i mean the I context feel like is somebody
2: weird. else uh, probably said it and i think you probably i think this is a riff i think this is a bow riff
1: I think you're right. That's why I voted for him as well. John, you got 13%. I got 29. Bo, you're in the lead of 58. Let's see who said it when I play it right now. Oh, she's fully naked. I go, yeah, yeah. I go, I can put a wiener on her if that helps. And she's like, no, please don't do it. And she walked out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what was <is> the context? <laughs> Who's
1: the sexy guy, Valdo, in uh, Soul Calibur? The guy that's always <laughs> slicking around. You
2: just call Valdo the sexy. <laughs> you know what guy? I mean? I
3: don't think he's sexy, but you know what I mean. He's like, oh, well, you think he's sexy? <laughs> no, he just nope. tattled on yourself. I think he's <laughs> <you laughs>
2: got it right on the first go. He's, you know, he, oh, should oh, put be, he should be shot gag him. in your mouth and roll onto me, Valdo. But I found
1: some of the second mission so hard that it took me forever to beat it. When I finally did, it was a really great feeling.
3: I you can know, see your toes. It's like um, the WAP song, but it's you know my blanket ankles. <laughs> bring good, I'm going to walk in the park with my bare ass ankles. <laughs> I'm going to put some shoes on these bare ass ankles, That's whip right. it out and put it on my bare ass ankle. Oh, maybe that was stupid.
1: My bare ass ankles bring the boys to the yard. See, so it all makes sense. And
3: bare there. ass ankles is bog, so. <laughs> It just blows when you have a good device that has, like, no storage.
1: Did you say it blows you? Is that what you said?
3: <laughs>
2: well, <it laughs> Wait, blows. hold on. What Tell me, it, it me an blows.
3: Oh, it blows for you. Or wait, it just <laughs> blows. It sucks. <laughs> oh. It just blows me. Blows me. Blows me. I never blew a bunch of money <laughs> to strip club because I always found it too expensive. <laughs> I've never been to a strip club. Well,
1: John, same. You and I. Are, I've never been to one. I've been to Vegas yeah. a million times. Never been to a strip club.
3: Just never caught a stray titty or anything like that. No, like no. Just, I mean, well,
2: no. It's just like walking down the street. Oh God, out of nowhere. Oh, like a straight a t- Well, you know what I mean.
1: Sometimes I have people want me to go How all the, the time, but I would always go, I'm good, I'm gonna go to the arcade or yeah, something
3: like that. I, I always had other things to do. These yeah. are great role models. I grew up with different kinds of role models. <laughs> but only for 10. Now, if From Software was making a VR game, oh, you, know, you, you would see my wean from outer space, C- the whole house boat. would lift off the ground.
1: Let's try this. But Oh, wait, here's the guy. Vagina. Okay, oh, that's the lady. And then here's the Spanish.
3: Vagina. Oh, vagina.
2: That's too complicated. Vagina. Vagina.
1: Yeah. Vagina. Yeah, I like that. I'll vagina. <laughs> Do you know the phonetic spelling of vagina is V-U-H dash J-A-Y oh. dash N-U-H. That's great.
3: My bare ass <laughs> I'm walking down the street with my bare ass
2: bahina.
1: <laughs> uh, they've codenamed it Canis Majoris.
3: Ugh. Really? What did it, you call it, Canis Clitoris? Or no,
2: it's a not Canis Clitoris. It's a it's a. Why can't I think of the word? I don't know. Constellation.
3: Oh, okay.
2: It's a star. Well, oh. Can You star. say
3: it again. What is it? Canis, canis Clitoris? Majoris. Majoris, not Clitoris. <laughs> yeah, Majoris is definitely. Um, well, because there's the Labia in Latin or Greek or something like that. Because you right? got
1: the you got the labia majora. It's like the the big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, ladies, but it's you know it's a thing.
3: It's a deal. Hey, It's a body part. Yes. huh?
1: I'd way take that over a scrotum. Come on, you guys got the better end of that deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: John was right. He was riffing on a somebody else said something. He heard it kind of wrong. And Canis riff.
3: Majoris, and I said Canis Clitoris. Yeah. Okay. You I forgot that entire interaction. I forgot most of that. I, I forgot that I sang bare ass ankles.
1: I don't remember anything we and ever I talked. Forgot,
3: about, so I forgot. I forgot lots of that.
1: Yeah, it's the point. And 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 Jamie captures it all so well. And I can't wait for our end of your stuff. So Jamie, once again, you kick ass. Nicely done. All right, uh, I think we're about done except for this.
0: That's a good question.
3: Was, oh, go ahead. We can say. Well, what was that first thing you said? I I think it's important we know that. I'm sure it's fine, but what was it? Did I say all I, you said? I asked her would it would it help if I rested my wiener on here? And she said, please don't say that and walked away <laughs> i don't know oh, what was it hold on slice oh, out of the context that just girl, sounds vaguely sexual again. Here, here but go. i'm like i'm sure it's fine i'll play it here oh she's fully
1: naked i go yeah yeah i go i can put a wiener on her if that helps and she's like no please don't do it and she walked out
3: <laughs> Oh, it's probably no a video idea. game is it a video game
2: i think That's he's talking about cyberpunk oh create a character in cyberpunk
1: yes because kim walked in when i was doing it when i was making my v and, I, and he, I
2: was doing it,
3: and it went. You know how the cause the camera okay. goes,
2: and suddenly they're
3: naked. Oh, right, right. That's
1: right. what it was. And she was like, "What She's are like, you freaking wh- doing?
3: Why are you looking at a naked model?" I'm like, "Well, I'm deciding whether to put a penis on her." Yeah, because I wanted her to her know I wasn't. I wasn't.
1: It didn't have to be a naked lady. If she wanted, I could put the ding dong on there and been fine. Anyway, that will make sense now. Let's do this email we got from a listener. This came to gmail.com from Justin B, who says, "Hello, boys. Sorry, John. I have a VR question." Did you change it to the proper spelling? Oh, no, that's the guy below him. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. People often put an H in your name. Anyway, sorry, John, I have a VR question. Ha ha. I couldn't say no to the recent Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deal for Quest 2 and finally bit the bullet and bought one. I wonder what that deal was. They take the 100 bucks back off or something?
2: And you play it and Jesus cries.
1: Oh, that's true. He weeps. He weeps. weeps. Yeah, he weeps. Um, I'm not disappointed as I'm having a fantastic time with it. One major question that I can't seem to get a straight answer is what's the difference between buying games on the Meta Store versus Steam? I understand that I have to be connected to my PC via AirLink or cable to play the Steam games, but does that make it better? Excuse me, are there graphically or more performancey? Are they graphically? You all
2: don't know this, but he actually typed it in his uh, email. He just burped right in the middle of the email. Did I just and burp? He said, excuse me, and continued. I didn't
1: email. even notice I did it. Uh, are they graphically or performancey <laughs> better than running on my PC? Or when they run on my PC, I just don't want to buy lesser versions of games on the Meta Store when I could be buying the better version on Steam. Thanks a ton. Love the show, Justin B. Well, the answer is yeah,
2: they are different. John. A lot of them. Right? Okay. Wait, why are we cutting to me? I should have so, nothing to do with this email.
3: <laughs> oh, I thought it was directed at you because he said, "Sorry, John, I have a VR." Yeah, question. he
1: means like John just sit
3: sit. Tight. I read yeah, it as in, "Sorry, he, John, I got a VR question. If I could trouble you with it." Then, no, he's know, telling know, like, me to.
2: He's telling st- me to st- take I'm a breather like, on this one. Yeah. Uh,
3: I gotcha. Okay, he's apologizing for changing yes, because he knows
1: John hates okay. him or doesn't want to talk about VR.
3: I was but, sitting here the whole time, like, why is he asking John? Does he think my name is John and John is? Bo, because people do that that has, that's happened oh, i like this story yeah. this would be a better story
1: um but don't you agree like there are some experiences that are definitely better versions of those games on pc and that would be the way to go if you want like better fidelity. So the
3: way to th- the way to think about it is your meta quest is a console uh one of the objectives of the quest is to be performant on its own at 90 frames or 120 frames which means graphics and fidelity take a hit if you are playing connected to either the Oculus or the Steam Store, you might be getting a more robust version. If your graphics card can handle it, you will get more graphic fidelity. On uh, whether you're connected via AirLink or via an actual cable, many games, mean, not all though, some are straight and, up the same. Well, the welcome to the VR part. It's not consistent policy. Yeah. Some like a lot of like. You know, um, some games for Oculus may still be downgraded from Steam. Steam is where you're most likely to find the higher resolution. Like if at your own risk, if your computer can handle it, plug it in and we'll give you all the graphics. Satan's and sinners looks great connected. So I usually connect to the Oculus, uh, PC app, and then I run Steam VR in there and play in Steam VR. Um, However, some games do look better through Oculus. Uh, Asgard's Wrath is one of them. looks fantastic running off the Oculus app um, as well. Now, the other thing is that it, depending on your graphics card, that's going to matter too. Uh, just because it's a better graphics version of a game, you're rendering the game twice on an 8K. I think it's 8K or very high resolution. Yeah. Uh, it's going to put more stress on your GPU. You're going to get hiccuping, especially if you're doing stuff like Skyrim VR, where the performance can matter on a lot of setting knobs and dials that you have. And if you're using
1: AirLink, you're going to have potentially more glitches, right? You're better off having a link cable.
3: Yeah, and VR does this interesting thing. In order to reduce motion sickness and juddering, it uses AI predictive frames to guarantee a minimum of 50 frames. I learned this through – I have an observational app on my wrist for when I play games that I can observe the frame rate and observe. I can't remember what it's called. It's like cohesion or something like that when it's doing this. But you know how your smart TV or your true motion TV Uh, will add frames in? It'll do that for VR so that if something is choppy or low, it reduces that lag. That also, though, requires computation and burns your graphics card headroom and all that stuff.
1: It's like DLSS on your, on an NVIDIA card, except kind of, kind of, but if
3: you're at the point where you're using it, you're yeah. probably not getting best performance. VR is different from flat screen gaming. Cause if something goes 20 frames, you can like, I can just tolerate this spike in VR. It's night and day because you're looking everywhere constantly. So you just want it to be like in life, my eyes don't lag. And so that's the performance they're going for. So, I would also say the higher graphical version of a game is not necessarily the better version of the game if it's right. Because frame rates, frame rate dips are less tolerable. uh,
1: Um, Immersion is the key. And sometimes even the most basic of a game can still be very immersive Uh,
3: you set the balance that's right for you and you have more options to do that if you're running it off your pc on the quest you're it's a console you just play the game they made for you that's been tested to run well yeah so take your pick well said uh we also got a text here we're going to read real quick this
1: is mostly for john over here let's see what we got here hello core team question for john with an h so it's not you it's some other john
2: oh no well I'll answer anyway. Okay. Good. That's how that's how I do. We'll
1: pass it on to the other John. Um he says First of all, I love your journey through the Final Fantasy games. Keep up all that great work. I'm trying to put together a Halloween playlist for decorating, carving pumpkins, etc. It's a little bit older in email, but or text, but I wanted to make
2: sure yeah, well, this is a little late. Hope it turned late. out good.
1: I'm just going through the list. Anyway, I'm thinking of adding uh Kef Kefkes theme from is it Kevkas? Am I saying it right? Kefka uh from oh, meaning apostrophe s theme from He's missing uh, an
3: apostrophe yeah, yeah that's yeah. threw me
1: uh, F from ff6 final fantasy 6 i always loved that one and i think it is similar to the main song from nightmare before christmas what do you think any other game things themes that would make good halloween fodder thanks for all you do micah from syracuse so we can parlay this into you know also christmas or any other time like what uh,
2: what do you, what's your go-to uh, um i mean i'm i'm lazy i just asked spotify to give me a halloween mix <laughs> it doesn't have any video game themes whatsoever but um some notes for uh what i think are good halloween themes from video game soundtracks yeah is uh there is a theme from final fantasy 14 called all saints wake it's actually what they play for their halloween event that i actually really really like um it's kind of fun and bombastic it kind of sounds like what you would expect from like the disneyland main square type music um but i i think it's really fitting the entire crypt of the necro dancer soundtrack i think walks that line of like kind of a retro sounding dance but with spooky vibes to it and i think it's really good uh I
1: mean, that's the intro song but it's great that whole soundtrack yeah. is great. I agree. Crypt
2: of yeah. the Necrodancer is just an amazing soundtrack in general, whether it's Halloween or not. Yeah. Um, if you want to definitely rip off Nightmare Before Christmas, there is a song from Final Fantasy XIV called Good King Moogle Mog the Twelfth. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it is, this is Halloween with different lyrics. I, I am not kidding. Scott, if you want to pull it up what and it play called again? a little bit of it. Good King Mooglemog XII. 12 theme. But it's Google XII
1: theme. Here we go Let's see what we get
2: It, it is straight up Nightmare Before Christmas music
1: and This is Let's see
2: How did they not get in trouble for that? That is, like is straight up is shockingly Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know; it's different lyrics. Weird. How did Ugly Sonic end up in the Chip and Dale movie? I don't know, but he's there. <laughs> um, and wow. then, if you want a more serious uh, tone, um, less whimsical and dancy, uh, Last of Us is a is a vibe soundtrack, and you will feel you'll feel properly haunted listening to it.
1: I would also add to this, the game that Bo's been playing a lot of, hopefully we all will be soon, but dark tide has an amazing soundtrack. It's a little more industrial and you do get some kind of beats out of it, but it's, I don't know. I would listen to that for Halloween. That's very cool. That's a great soundtrack, man. Dark tide for all of its uh, good stuff. You can say about dark tide. One of them is a great soundtrack. Uh, if you have your own ideas about what good soundtracks can be for whenever time of the year that you're listening to us, let us know. Sure. Talk to the core at gmail.com or text us at 801 uh, 471 Speaking of, uh, well, it's not speaking of any of that. There's no transition here. I'm just going to tell you about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash core show is the place to go. Be like Matthew, Justin, Logax, Bill, Dan, Mild Coffee, John, or Clint. They all joined in the last few days. And they're awesome people.
3: Do you want to be awesome? I'm
2: so glad we're supported by Mild Coffee. I know, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: although, yeah, Strong coffee's is my jam. What they're, is they're, uh,
2: not, they're not listening yet,
3: or supporting. Yeah, we'll, it, we'll get to Mild Coffee's older brother. Yeah, we'll get him
1: here. Uh, Logax sounds like a game name, like from something we should know, you know? Like, ah, uh, Snake, Snake, you must kill Logax. Or something, but I don't know why that name's familiar. Anyway, if you want to be like these people, you should join up to the Patreon at patreon.com slash core show. You get all kinds of extras, including the video version of our coverage of the Game Awards yesterday. I put that up for all the patrons to see and download if they want to, as well as an audio version. But also, you never get commercials. You get pre-show content every week and monthly benefits you can only get by being a patron at patreon.com slash core show. Frogpants.com slash core for everything else. Uh, John? Last Hi. week I forgot to have you do old lady game recap. And so Yeah, today, we haven't I'm done
2: it in do a while, it. but I can do it real quick.
1: Yeah, it's almost like Well, the reason I know it is well never mind. I'm not gonna tell you why I know. I'm just I gonna I
2: think Scott <laughs> forgot because he's nearly as old as me, but that's okay. Sometimes <laughs> things slip our minds. Yeah. Anyway, if you're curious what the boys have been playing, they've been playing Marvel's Midnight Suns. At least two of them, but the third one's going to get in on it now, he says. Yep. Um, assuming he's not playing Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain, The Witcher 3... Those are the games that are also nearly as old as me that he's playing. <laughs> he likes them because they give him a sense of familiarity uh-huh. and comfort. Not like these newfangled games like Gunlocked, which is a good, a new game that he played. Yeah. Uh, John played Fortnite. You know, big shocker there. Uh, Bo, he's playing Satisfactory, Dark Tide, and Dyson Sphere program. He likes building. Wow. He's, he's trying to convince you he's a man by building things with his hands.
3: <laughs> Grandma, there's more to it than that. Oh. Uh-oh. You don't build, you make factory oh, floor. Oh, see, we know. always sure,
1: have
2: these sure you do. family sure spats you do. at
1: the Christmas dinner table. I don't know. Grandma, you've, you've, you've set off another fire here. I don't know what that means. We're done, though. That's it for the show. Thank you, Grandma. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Bo and John. And thank you, listeners, for hanging out with us today. We'll be back next week with more as we hurtle toward the end of the year and start working on our favorite games of the year. We'll be talking about that soon, our very own awards if you will. That'll do it for us. For me, for Bo, for John. I'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yeah. Get more at frogpants.com. I'm shooting plain. heroin in Can between be my toes now. So you don't